You're entering a safe space for freedom of thought and opinion. This is Voice of the People USA Radio, where free speech thrives and political correctness dies. Engage your mind. Obliterate the status quo. Only free thinkers allow. Your voice is your first line of defense against tyranny. Do not be silent. Stand by for some politicians. And now, Voice of the People, USA Radio. Well, you got me, Carrie. Oh, you have me, okay. Charming Misfit. Ah, Charming Misfit making his debut. 
do I sound good? Do I do I sound all right? I, w- I want to make sure I sound perfect. All right. Today, God told me I sound like Beyonce, so I want to make sure everyone else hears my Beyonce voice. All right? Well, I, I don't really know what Beyonce sounds like. Uh, but if she sounds what? like you, God help her. Uh, <laughs> Seriously? You don't know what Beyonce sounds like? I haven't heard her like? talk too much. No, I've heard some of her songs. But uh, if she oh. sounds like you, I don't understand why she's so popular. But uh, <laughs> but if she's nice and clear, <laughs> she sounds like you. So, yes, you're definitely nice and clear, Charming. I promise. <laughs> Who else is uh, I am commonly known as the Harlem Squirrel. Oh, God. Oh, Batman. <laughs> Batman's here. Oh, this is exciting. <laughs> the maestro. The maestro. Why does or everyone have cool squirrel. names and I don't? Dan, you and I have to get, do something interesting because everyone has all these cool names and you're just Dan and I'm just Carrie. This is just pathetic. I know. I know. Lady Carrie. I mean, Lord of the Dark Side? No? Oh, I like that. <laughs> Wait, now I sound like I'm into S&M. Wait a minute. <laughs> oh, you weird, you weird freak. I told you this is so, going to uh, be very weird tonight, Dan. <laughs> you better hurry up and claim it yeah. back. And if you disappear, if you drop off the call, God knows what's going to happen to your brand. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. I, I, have, I have some trust. And most likely I will be dropping off momentarily and then coming back on, so don't worry. But, but, you know, when work, when work happens during your shows, I love it. Such great timing. But I want to remind everybody also to follow all our shows that currently exist and to talk quickly about what's to come. Obviously, we have the Harlem Squirrel slash Maestro slash Kevin and Carrie blog, blurb, podcast thing. And <laughs> last, last night's episode was amazing. I mean, last, so this week? No, last week, right? Yeah, last week's episode was very, was very interesting. <laughs> we we have plans time. for another one. We're going to do it. We're going to do it tomorrow. So we promise to upload another one. Awesome. I, I enjoy it myself, actually. Found, of course, on Podbean. Under the VOP. First, we oh. have the Carrie and Dan show. <laughs> the two boring <laughs> names on Wednesday night from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. on Podbean under the Voice of the USA radio channel. There are two public channels on Podbean. Mm-hmm. Then we have this show, of course, which is tentatively and currently on Blog Talk Radio. 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Starting semi-regularly, it launched this past Sunday, but moving to Mondays will be the Uncensored Truth. That will that currently is found on Block Talk Radio. That's hosted by Mike Jacobson. That will most likely be switching over to Podbean as well. Because we're trying to migrate everything over. And then we have all the new hosts and new shows that are forthcoming to the, the world, the network, to the voice of the people, USA Radio Multiverse as I commonly say. So, and one of those people that we met in the Podbean world is the Charming Misfit. I sound really stupid saying that, but you, 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 you. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what that was. Um, oh, that was my own. Is that, that my own sound effect? That I can't afford, I can't afford to make, <laughs> so I make it with, you know, my mouth. <laughs> wow. So, Hi, tech. this guy, 
this guy is coming into the family, if you will. So that's fun. And then we have God, as is, as it stands right now, about eight different hosts coming into the, the OP Network side of things with a wide variety of shows from literally all over the world, covering Asia, covering Europe, covering America. It's going to be a whole different world, different field now. And we have a couple other shows tentatively scheduled to launch soon, which I'll talk about once we have details and specifics. Yeah. And other than that, that's that's pretty much what I've written. That kind of covered it. So with that, don't mind me. I'm just trying to do work while doing this and driving and everything else. It's so much fun. Wow. So please, please feel free to start talking. Well, actually, you know what? No, 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 no. Okay. Oh, you just dangled that in front of us and took it away. Wow. That was fun. 50 seconds. (laughs) (laughs) What? We're just teasing you, Dan. I said you dangled that in front of us and took it away. Go ahead. It's all right. What are you going to say? So, don't worry. This will be quick and painless. But I titled this show, as Mm -hmm. you were on the phone with me last night, when I titled this show. Mm -hmm. And... It's probably one of my weakest titles, but a good title nonetheless. This is a good question. Is this still And I think that's a really beyond politics that goes beyond division, and it cuts down to the core of does this America look like the America from five, ten years ago? 20 years ago, or does it look like America from three months ago? That's the question you have to ask yourself. And I know from my point of view, what we've become. Dan, you're breaking all up. When you say America three months ago, what did you mean? Oh, okay, yeah, you could restart. That way that could probably help me better understand yeah, we, we, we lost you. You, you. you cut out on that. Dan, are you yeah, still there? It's so hard. I'm, I'm here. I'm here. So can you, you hear me? Okay. We can hear you now. So you said you were saying that, um, you know, even three months ago, um, five months ago, you know, is this still America? So how has that changed? Like where, where were you? Just ask that final question. We, we kind of missed that part. It doesn't reach. What Dan? Go ahead and talk. <laughs> go ahead and talk. Damn your cell signal! What? What? Question. What? Go ahead and talk. Is it still America? Um, well, I don't know, Charming. Ago, you want to? You want to start? Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, as the debut, Sir Charming entering the fold, I will start it off. Um, so I think I kind of understood what he was saying throughout throughout the breakup. And I'd mm-hmm. like to thank my PS4 bad connection for all that, um, for understanding <laughs> mics that are that are laggy. Um, but I think, and I think what he means is like right now is this the America that ten years ago we loved and grew up on, and oh my God, this right. is America, you know? Or is this America three months ago? That's a shit show. And I think, and I'm I'm probably gonna I hope I don't get fired. 
But I think <laughs> this America is the same America, but we shouldn't look at it in either short lenses as 10 years or three months. You know, mm-hmm. America is like, like if anything, we think of it like I'm big, like Carrie, as you know, and Kevin, I'm a big anime fan. So I think of everything as like in, in arcs and seasons, right? So right now, mm-hmm. 10 years ago, America was like in the best season or in the best arc of its time, right? I mean, people who loved it, we had American spirit. People were joining the military to join the military, not to just, you know, not get free school or free home or all that stuff. It was really the American dream. And then now we're in a new arc in America where that's kind of being covered, right? You know, the American dream is still the American dream, but we, but we can't see it on the billboards no more, you know? Mm-hmm. So it kind of feels like that, um, that thing, like if a tree – if a tree falls in the middle of the woods and if you're not there, does it, make a, um, does it still make a sound? Well, if America isn't great today, does that mean America is not great anymore? Or does it mean that we're just, you know, we're just in those low seasons, right? Mm. I, mean, I like that. That's, that's, that's what I think of it. That, that's really good. I, I think I agree with you on that one, Charming. I think that's uh, really well said, actually. Um, it's, it's hard sometimes, and, and to stick with your forest analogy, you know, there's that expression, it's hard to see, oh, I'm going to get this wrong now. Ooh, it's hard to see the forest for the trees. Um, so yeah. you don't see the big yeah, picture, like right? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. No, I know what you mean. Like, you know, are you there to, you know, you hear and all. It's like, so you, 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 you see what's going on right now and, and it's easy. Mm-hmm. And I was telling, I was saying this to Dan last night. It's, it's easy to get caught up in all of the yeah. shit that's going on. You know, yeah. wh- whether yeah. you, you are, you know, worried about this virus or you're not or whatever. Um, yeah. The bottom line is, is that there's a lot of stuff out there and it's overwhelming. And, and it's, I know people who are, constantly thinking about it and worried and saying, you know, oh my gosh, it's not the way it was last year. This is is never going to get fixed. It's terrible. And and everyone sees the bad stuff and, you know, and it's, and that's hard, but you know, just half an hour before we started the show, I I saw that there were, um, for instance, so, you know, I'm in Pennsylvania right now and governor Wolf, who's been one of the, the hardest, you know, as far as like, you know, being strict with the state, just came yeah. out and said there are some of the counties are moving into the green phase, which I didn't think we'd going to be moving into any of the green phases that's, until like, oh, yeah, God, really who bad. knows? Yeah. That's yeah. So like, wait, when did, how did this happen? Yeah. And then de Blasio in New York City, and I can't stand that man. Um, he just oh, said man, yeah. that it looks like June or July that there might be some more openings as far as restaurants and things and like differences in that. I'm like, wait, what? And so now all of a sudden – it seems like um, some of the, the more hard, you know, hard ass, I guess, governors and stuff, all of a sudden now we're seeing, you know, you know, that they're starting to ease up a little bit more. And the news and, and, and if Dan can still hear me and he's, he's probably going, oh, because um, I, 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 I don't get a lot of I, I'm sorry, I can't bring myself to listen to Fox, but um, I, oh, I do. Yeah. You, you, I usually listen. I have and I only listen to the radio. We don't get local television stations here. Um, so I listen to CNN sometimes. And that's where I hear the Ugh. Um, but CNN is still going on about all the all day today. It was going on about the, you know, the increases like we have like 93,000 people dead now and going on and all that. But not, and they're talking about the governor of Michigan and, you know, and all the stuff going on there and how, you know, you know, and then talking about how, oh, everything's opening too soon and blah, 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 blah. But they're not talking about these other ones that they were saying were all like, you know, oh, they're doing the right thing. Suddenly, you know, doing more of the opening and they're kind of keeping quiet about that. So that's interesting. And so 
I think with the the idea of a, is this still the same America, it's not. But that doesn't mean, like you said, Charming, it doesn't mean that we don't come back. You know what I mean? It's a dip. Mm-hmm. It's a season. It's an arc. It's yeah. a change. Um, but I, I think we just have it's it's a it's a it's a bad uh, bump in the story plot of the country. Yeah. Oh yeah. And we have to fix oh, yeah. it. You know? Yeah. The, you you said it you said it correctly when you said story because it's a narrative because it's mm, a live yeah. narrative. It's yeah. done by design. It's it's calculated. And remember what I always say, Fox News sucks. Um, but see, right. they all suck. I hate the mainstream media with passion. And we do move forward by not going backwards. But yeah. so many would have us constantly live in what was and paralyzed in fear and paralyzed in just angst and division and hatred that we're incapable of seeing what's right in front of us. This dark time, no matter how we got here, and everybody knows my feelings, that this was deliberate and by design, regardless of how we got here, the dark time doesn't have to last forever. It only lasts if we allow it to, mm-hmm. if we allow it to yeah. overcome us and we succumb to that. If Absolutely. we focus yep. forward and break that paradigm and break yep. that mind control that they so happily will cast their spell over the world and control you via politics and control you via media and control you via TV and movies. If we look outside of that bubble, you know, if we can find it in ourselves to escape that and look what's to come, this dark time, they end up becoming one of the most prosperous times this country has ever known. Mm-hmm. But now we're on a collision course with an agenda, with a narrative, with plotted destruction, chaos, division, all the bad things in the world, and the opportunity to change for the better. I think that they, you know what I think? I think that the powers that be that, that, um, that are perpetuating this or, you know, however you want to say this, I I think that um, they underestimated the... um, uh, I, I don't know what I would call it, N- not the resolve, but I, I think they underestimated the um, annoyance, perhaps, of the American people, because the especially spirit. now with summer coming, the spirit too, but like, I, I'm almost like there, and, and I know that, you know, you look at uh, a lot of times people look at like the cities, like, for instance, New York. Um, as being, you know, like a, a, a democratic stronghold and it's like all the liberals and everything else. But um, I've been doing a lot of, you know, when I'm doing some reading and stuff and I see a lot of New Yorkers are getting like, the, and I'm talking about like the, the 20 and 30 somethings and, and the 40 somethings, they're getting really fucking annoyed with being locked down. And it's not, yep. and, and I told you the other day, I was looking at the pictures and, and it's like, and it's like the, the, you know, the people on the Upper East Side and in Soho. And it's, it's not like, don't, don't go blaming the, you know, the, the, the minority, you know, people. It's like the people, they're, they're getting annoyed. Everyone's getting annoyed with being locked up, especially in tight quarters like they are in New York, probably like they are in Los Angeles. I can't speak for those cities. I wasn't really paying attention to them. And they're starting to say, well, fuck you. And they're going out and they're doing things and they don't care anymore. And they're like, they're not being like horrible they're not being rude they're not being like you know obnoxious they're just going out and doing stuff and and it's happening everywhere and i think the governors are just like we can't stop it anymore 
Um, people are just ignoring us, and there are more people than there are there are more normal Americans than there are the people who are trying to prevent it, and they realize that they've got a losing battle on their hands. And I think that's why Governor Wolf all of a sudden went from you know you know red, yellow, red, yellow to oh here we're going to move some of these counties to green. It's like yeah, we got to stop because otherwise it's going to be a, a mass overthrow. It really is. People yeah. are too tired of it. Like yeah, they're catch up with them. Yeah. What was that, Kevin? When there's a lot of confusion going on. Um, to go back to the forest analogy for a minute, um, yep. there's a lot of people that are sort of dropping seeds all around. They're dropping their ideas. They're mm-hmm. they're yeah. kind of falling all around. The, the nuts are rolling around. And then um, <laughs> all right, squirrel. There are, yeah, and then there are uh, there are chipmunks and squirrels everywhere that are yeah. running around wow. stealing seeds and shitting all over your nuts. And um, <laughs> It's, it's it's hard to figure out what's going on. I mean, has anyone ever tried to to, to herd squirrel? It's it's not easy. They just kind of do what they want to do. And that's the American people right now. They're like, "Fuck you! We're doing what we want to do." It's like it's like a hundred. It's like a hundred percent exactly what Harlem Squirrel says. But I feel like a big blame. Of, well, not I, I wouldn't say blame, but like when all this happened, I wasn't very surprised. I wasn't very surprised that people were going outside. I wasn't very surprised that people didn't care about the mask. I wasn't very surprised that people thought the coronavirus was fake for a long time. I wasn't surprised that people thought China created this crazy elaborate plan to take over the United States with the coronavirus. I understood all this because, again, which which is what I do on my podcast, I shed light on how my generation pretty much puts the battery pack on crazy conspiracies, you know? Like, when I was a kid, you know, we had jokes, like, you know, the sky is green, you know? We all knew that the sky wasn't green, you know? But now there's a dude on YouTube that creates a video with a bottle cap and a condom and goes, look, this is how the sky is green. And then it creates such, like, big things because now a dude that came in afford a high school diploma is now the leading expert on the color of the sky, you know, and this is kind of like how it happens now with in the coronavirus. Like we, like if we take away the coronavirus problem, we've seen this happen with the flat earthers. We've seen this happen with the anti vaxxers We've seen this happen. We've seen this happen with the anti-gravity people that believe that gravity is a myth, and that gets me over the top, like angry, because I can't even believe how you guys don't believe the one thing that is one not only seeable and feel and feelable. But and, and and anyway, so back back. And to you should know because you're an expert on gravity. When you jump out of a second floor window in a video and game and no, die. I was just <laughs> talking about that. I was playing Warzone. Super side note: I was playing Warzone and I jumped out of a 20-story building because somebody was shooting at me. And I'm running and I'm jumping and I'm like, all right, I got real time to to jump on my parachute. And then I hit the ledge of that building on the fourth floor and I died. And I was like, man, I gotta tell Carrie tomorrow. But um. <laughs> But, you know, like, it's so, like, so it's insane that now we have the coronavirus, right? And it's just, like, just the new weapon that these people are just using just to <clears throat> stir up stir up media, yeah. you know? Like, there are there are trolls in this world that are spreading things of the coronavirus just to spread the chaos in the world, yeah. you know? So, like, oh, it's yeah. like, how how are we, like, you know, and then we had this hard problem before, before the coronavirus was, was how are we filtering legitimate news and legitimate facts and non-legitimate facts 
And we're dealing with that with that problem now because now we're seeing, oh, Fox News isn't really credible. CNN isn't sometimes credible. ABC News isn't sometimes credible. NBC isn't sometimes credible. Like there's always everybody has a yeah. flaw, right? Which which is which kind of makes sense because we're all human, you know. These these companies are not machine made, you know. Like they're they're human companies. They're run by humans, you know. They're gonna make the same mistakes yeah. that we all do. It was, but it 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 well, was uh, many years ago that uh, Walter Cronkite said that the mm. the the beginning of the end of of news was was a twenty four hour news cycle. He said that mm. that was gonna kill everything really? because it was such a drive. I love that. Yeah, it's such a drive towards getting the information first rather than getting it right. That's a good exactly. Point. So like, there isn't there isn't enough time to stop and vet these things and say, oh, is this true? Like you're saying, there isn't enough mm-hmm. time to do that if you need to be mm-hmm. the first one to publish the story because you know it, it's a matter of go fast, go hard, not necessarily get it right. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> it doesn't matter. Like I remember when I was watching. A while back, I remember a celebrity did something really scandalous that everybody judged him for. I forgot who the, I forgot who the celebrity was and what the and what yeah. But apparently, it turned out that it was a big misconception and it was the problem of the video that was caught and it was caught through a narrative and all that stuff. And he explained it, and it turned out that only forty thousand people. I'm just saying a random number. Don't quote me on this, people of the Voice of People Radio. But um, it was like forty thousand people saw the correction of him saying no, this isn't true. But two million people saw the actual video, you know. So like, even gotcha. if you correct it later on, no one's gonna even care. It's like, uh, no right. one, no one's probably not gonna even see that, you know. So right. it's super yeah. annoying. Like, yeah. we're we're because, dealing yeah, with. Yeah, like I was saying, it's the first. It's whatever you see first. You don't yeah. necessarily look at the second, yeah. second line on the page. You don't scroll down. And that's where you have the the whole. And I'm bringing my English teacher back in here. And and you know, there's a um, a sonnet by Shakespeare, and there's a, a reference to the bubble reputation. And it's true. You your mm-hmm. your reputation is like a bubble, and once it's popped, once it's broken, you you don't get it back. And it's so yeah. easy for that yeah. to be broken, especially nowadays in the media. I mean, on, on on social media and everywhere. And it's like you just wow. It's 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 something that you really need to be careful about. And I think today's journalists, I it, are. They they're not trained the right way anymore. Holy crap! And like yeah. you said, uh, squirrel. Sorry, can't call you that's weird. Um, but like you said, it's 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 whoever gets the news first, not necessarily right, and that causes a whole problem. And that's part of I think why you know what, what Dan said is is this still America? That's part of what's causing a lot of problems. It's what's causing a lot of issues with it, you know is this still America? Because you know usually you know we're we're you know build as being right and first and like, you know, and strong and mighty. And now we're just coming out as a bunch of idiots. And <laughs> that's not yeah. a good way. That's not a good look at all. Yeah. I, and I, it's I, like, you know, one of the, oh, I'm sorry. What? No, I was just going to say, I, I, I suppose that one of the, one of the ways, one of the things that happens when you have freedom of the press, right? So yeah. that's one of the big tenets of this country is that the, the press can, is not regulated. It's not controlled by the government. It's it's free, right? You can say whatever you want, and that has become a problem lately, because anyone can be part of the press with the internet. Anyone can publish a story. Anyone can anyone put can up do a, a podcast. Dollars in their pocket. Yeah. So you don't. It, it yep. used to be that you needed some resources to make a newspaper and share something and publish it. It used to be that it was a whole effort. It was a community effort to write a story and publish it. And it would take days for a story to make it from, you know, someone's lips onto paper and then get it published mm-hmm. and have it shared. 
So it would be day, it would be days or weeks before someone would know about a story, and so you wanted to make sure it was right before you shared it. But now, when you can just yeah. like open your mouth and start talking on a live radio show, then <laughs> who knows what's gonna happen? Yeah, and it kind of makes the thing right. Like you know, social media gives everybody the right to have a platform to speak, right? And then mm-hmm. we're not teaching people what platforms are credible platforms, you know, like it's all, mm-hmm. it's all like it goes back down to social, we, social media, uh, social media awareness where like we have to take that own like knowledge, you know, like I like today, um, earlier today I went and I went to the super supermarket with my dad and they had one of the, one of those people that they like, um, they think that the whole Bible is full of black people and they think God is black and the devil is black and everyone is black. And he was out there talking and all that stuff. And I remember, I was like, you know, those, these guys are shams, right? You know, I know that because I grew up knowing that. I got that self-awareness, you know. I know the people that, you know, like, I remember when, um, back when you guys were still living in Harlem. Well, not the Harlem you guys are now, the other side. Um, remember, there was that bum that he used to, that he, he tried to scam Harlem's brother with the bottle. Remember that he bumped into the yep. and it dropped? Yeah, like yep. that stuff that, oh, yeah. and that you guys knew. You guys knew. You guys knew the awareness of, yo, yeah, that guy's a scam, right? You know, right. like that guy's mm-hmm. a scammer. We don't have that awareness on social media. We don't have that awareness anywhere online because we yeah. believe everything online is true. <clears throat> we believe everything online is credible. And it's just really sad. Yeah. And my, yeah. also a question I have for you guys is I wonder how at the end of the Spanish flu in 1920, I wonder how America sat down and said, okay, let's prepare for the next pandemic. And I wonder where we fucked up in the hundred years where we just stop planning for the next pandemic. Cause we can't be the only ones now to realize that every hundred years there's some well, type of I think, pandemic. I think Dan's coming back on. I hear, I hear the background noise. He's ready to answer that. <laughs> it's simple. We'll never know what was then because we don't teach history and we don't talk about it. Yeah. That's such a tragedy. It's, we have no information what happened a hundred years ago. Why? Why do we have people still uttering the words "it's for your safety" when it's the exact same terminology the Nazis used to load the Jews on the train? So <laughs> mm-hmm. we don't we don't learn from history, but we use viruses, pandemics, depressions for political gain and yeah. for purposes that we'll never know and never understand. We could speculate on. So it's yep. not a matter of preparation. It's not a matter of of anything, it's a matter of sheer ignorance and ignoring what was learned, what was, what was found. That it, it's, it's, it's a twisted narrative. When, when tragedies and sicknesses and you know disasters are perverted and used for political gain or suppression or oppression, or you know, it, it, the list goes on and on and on. They. Whenever something happens, and this goes back to what you were saying about the 24-hour news cycle, which is correct, Kevin, it's, it's now a ratings game versus a factual game. So whenever something happens, we have to see and think on our feet. How can we exploit this to push this narrative, to push this agenda? Right now, they're on a fast track for vaccines, 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 vaccines. That's all they care about vaccines and social distancing apps and all this other crap and technology done by design. How can they, how can they spearhead? How can they get out in front of something 
and use it as a way to control the populace that much more to get whatever the end result would be. Whatever in their their sick, twisted, fucking heads what they want to get out of us. Because they don't give two shits about our safety. They don't give two shits about our health. They care about pushing their narrative and achieving their end result. What that is, is anybody's guess. But hardly ever are there positive intentions at the end of that. It always leads into some, some type of horrible freaking calamity. Just saying. No, it's a good point. Very good point. No, excellent point, Dan Sensei. Excellent point. Beautiful thing. But it's like, but again, what do we, like, I was talking to my friends about this last night where, you know, because, you know, not for nothing, it's super weird how the gaming, my gaming community is more, like, they're more lost and confused than anybody else. And they talk to me, they go like, yo, like, what do we do? How do we do this? How do we... Like they, like they, like my generation kind of found, and they feel like we're like blind ducks in a dark, you know. Like, and then people are just trying to guide us, and then we don't know what to do. And then they, they, they were talking to me, like, you know, how do we, what are we supposed to do? Like, how do we know which one? How do we know which information is right? How do we know which which right. way is the right the right way? And then I asked them. I was like, you know what do you think the right way is, right? Like, you know, what do, what do I think is safe? You know, I, I come here and I take care of everything I have to, I have to take care of. And I, and I try to keep, you know, everything nice and clean. You know, every time I, um, like my mom orders a lot of packages from, from Amazon. So when they come, I wipe them down and it's, it could be a little ex- excessive, but it's something that it's like, you know, no matter what, and end case scenario, I know there are no more germs in this box. Right. 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 So, and then if, Stuff, it's stuff like that that I I shared to them, and then they they shared stuff to me, which wasn't really in, which wasn't really useful. But it was like okay, and then you know we create that dialogue, and then we create a com- we create a community, which is what I think is the best way to do it. Where we just create a yep. set community within our small counties, where we just basically just take care of ourselves. You know, I feel like that's mm-hmm. what happens in Iraq when they're under war, when the when when these people have to deal with bombs and all that stuff. They don't stay to themselves. They don't stay in the house. They stick together and they find ways to get through the dark times. And I feel like mm-hmm. we're not doing that. And this, and this is war. It's not, you know, the mm-hmm. war that we see every day, you know, but it is, it is a, a type of war that, that, that is happening. And if we don't stick together, America will crumble, you know, either, there, either the there America are... that we. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Finish your thought, hon. Oh, no, 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 no. There are what? I was just gonna say there are some people, uh, and I and I it's funny because I brought this up uh, last night in uh, with Dan and I. Um, I I was asking about churches and religion. You know, I've I've gotten kind of um, jaded, I guess, if you will, on the whole subject. But today, funny enough, um, I, as I was listening to the news and uh, I was hearing some stories that actually made me feel a little bit better, where um, there are some uh, um, churches out there and, and, and mosques and, uh, um, you know, yeah. all different types of, uh, you know, houses of worship that are actually helping their people in ways that they had never helped before. Like um, there was one that there was an interview where they were talking about how they were helping people apply for unemployment because they'd never done it before. They didn't know what to do and they couldn't get any help from anywhere else. And so there are um, groups that are stepping in and helping each other, 
you know, for no, you know, profit or anything except for to help each other to, to, to try to stick together. So they're helping with, you know, like, you know, providing food to people to, to doing services. There's even this little, um, it's called, I think next door neighbor. It's like a, a, a little app, um, that you can, I don't know, I'm sure it's everywhere, but, um, locally here, so people will post things and they'll be like, Hey, I'm going to go to the store. Cause you know, here in the country, you know, you have to drive, you know, we're fairly close. You have yeah. to drive maybe 10, 15 yeah. minutes to the the grocery store. So it's like, there yeah. are, there are older people in the area who don't drive or who can't get very, get out very often. It's like, Hey, you know, I'm going out to the store. Do you, does anyone need anything? Let me know. I'll pick stuff up for you and drop it off and whatever. And so people are, are doing that. So that's good. That gives you like, you know, kind of makes you feel a little bit better. Yeah. Um, you know, that you have a little bit more faith in, in some of the, you know, humans because usually at times when it's really bad that's when you do see people step up and do better for each other you know what I mean and and that makes you have a little bit more faith in that respect anyhow that there are some decent people out there that you know do pull together in times like this so and and again that brings me back to the whole where I think that um, uh, American the American population in general um, is starting to get not just tired. I mean, there are people who are still very worried and very scared of this whole situation, but I think there are a lot more people who are getting fed up. I mean, just from like the groups that I see, like, cause I'm on as, as Dan calls it fascist book. And um, I see people who are getting annoyed um, and are, are really like, you know, even people who at the very beginning were like, you know, this is the smart thing to do. And now are like, what the yeah. fuck? This is too much. It's overreach. It's, it's government crazy. overreach. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, interesting enough, um, I just saw an article in the Washington Times um, where doctors, hundreds of doctors, uh, joined together and wrote a letter um, to the White House asking that the coronavirus shutdown get stopped because of um, apparently there have been all kinds of factors other than the virus. Um, They're talking about substance abuse suicides they said the suicide hotlines i'm reading this right from the article right now the suicide hotline phone calls have increased 600 percent it also notes liquor sales have increased 300 to 600 percent and cigarette sales have also gone up and so the doctor said we are alarmed at what appears to be the lack of consideration for the future health of our patients it is impossible to overstate the short medium and long-term harm to people's health with a continued shutdown And it was signed um, by Dr. Simone Gold, an emergency medicine specialist, and more than 500 other physicians. So that's interesting that uh, it says we want America to hear the story. We feel like there is one narrative out there. You need to hear the whole picture, the rest of the story. So um, Mm -hmm. that's 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 quite uh, an eye opening, you know, commentary right there. So, you know, I, I feel like we keep hearing only one side. You know, we keep, you know. You know, and and I understand, and I mean, and I'm not downplaying, obviously, 93,000 people who've died. I mean, you know, that is, that's terrible, that that is. But I mean, like, yeah, like, I mean, you know, what they're talking about, the, you know, the the whole economic crisis is going on, the the millions and millions and millions of people have lost their jobs, and and how so many businesses have closed down and, and may never reopen again, and and so this 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 terrible economic downturn and that you know you know talking about like you know what that's doing to people as well i, I mean there's there's a there's going to be a there there's a fallout from that too and not just a financial fallout but again the mental health crisis that's that's being caused by that by people who can't pay their bills and 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 you know, and then when you are starting to open things up again and you're going to start allowing like in august is when they can start ahead again in new york city with um eviction proceedings 
Yeah, yeah, I mean, and, great. So what's going to happen then? I mean, this is, I, I, uh, yeah. So, I mean, like, uh, this is, this is just the tip of the iceberg. So, I mean, at that point, like I get it, like you need to start opening things up so that people can go back to work mm-hmm. who aren't afraid of being sick. You know what I mean? At least that much. Anyhow, it's, well, even so, like, I feel like people are doing this, like, like right now I'm seeing everybody get upset because they open up because they're opening things back up. And then in my mind, it's like, yo, do you, do you really think that America is made of money? Like, we can just yeah. generate just as keep printing money it. as we keep want. Printing it. Like, yeah, it doesn't work like that. Like, you know, the world needs to move, you know? Like, yo, yeah. like, things are happening and we, like, we shouldn't just be standing still and we shouldn't all just, just be moving at, at once. Again, there right. should be a more a clearer way. But then I feel like we just, again, our leaders truly, and I mean all of them, because world, the world leaders, all of them, they just dropped the ball on this because mm-hmm. they cared more about the money. And, oh, if we do this now, it's gonna, we're going to lose such, such money. And then it got so much worse. So now it's like, you know, now we have people that are upset, you know. Oh, stores are being back open. Nobody, they don't care about us. But it's like, but they do care about you. Mm-hmm. They're trying to keep and if, you, yeah. you know. And if you're worried, then don't go into them. You can still do online shopping. So what is your concern? Yeah. I don't understand. Those of you who are worried about going out there and, and concerned about this, then don't go. Like, you still have an option. You can still stay home. Well, I don't understand what and the problem is. And here's the thing, too, that I was – oh, sure. Yeah. I, I have a question. If – this wasn't whored out by the media and whored out by politicians of both parties and prostituted to the world, essentially. Would anybody ever have noticed? Over 85,000 people died last flu season. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Would anybody ever have even noticed? That's, that's the one thing I never hear anybody bring up. Anybody ask. And magically, magically, we're not accounting flu deaths this past, you know, this past winter into spring because they all just magically disappear under the one banner of COVID. But, you know, it blows my mind. And, again, I said I would never be that guy to bring up all the other statistics how still COVID-19 is, like, number nine on a list of fatalities per year, you know, compared to other things. But... Again, I find it interesting how they're so selective when they find something scary enough, right? Because I said this before, and I'll say it again. The terrorism thing wasn't working anymore. The shootings weren't working anymore. So we found something. We found a new narrative that... Schools are closed. Well, exactly. And now that sounds good for them, right? So we've got to amp up everything. We, I see a really we dumb to, kid on Zoom with a gun. Trying to we have to amp, amp up all this shit, right? But mm-hmm. over 22 million people in 2010 had swine flu, right? But yeah. was that, did that cause lockdown? Did that cause, seriously, it, it's what you're talking about. <clears throat> people need to live their lives and stop living in fear of themselves much less the world around them. Because as we talked about last night and as we spoken about last week, that when you live in fear and allow fear to control you and propaganda to control you, 
you are easily controlled and manipulated and used as a pawn. When we overcome our own fears and our own insecurities and say, hey, if I want to go out and shop, I'm going to go out and shop. Or I'm going to do like the majority of this country does anyway, shop online, right? Like you Mm -hmm. said. Right. They do it anyway, but now they act paralyzed in fear. I don't know how to respond. That's weakness. Overcome your own weakness. Overcome your own issues. This is the time when people should be self-reflective and understand how Mm -hmm. they prey upon your emotions. They prey upon your insecurities. They prey upon the narrative-driven sicknesses and ailments that they cast upon a society to hold you down, to control you, to drug you, to manipulate you, to bleed you dry of money, of health, of family, of friends, of prosperity, of everything. And until people realize that, and I'm not doing a conservative rant here. I'm not doing a liberal rant. I'd rather die. No. I'm doing just a no bullshit, <laughs> honest to God, frigging assessment coming right down the middle. Until we see, until we see the truth that's right there in front of us. And it's not a conspiracy to think that these world organizations, these global organizations, these politicians, these parties, whatever it may be, have an ulterior motive. They always have and they always will. It's all about how we can get you to vote for us, how we can get your money, how we can get you. It's marketing. It's a, it's a, it's a deliberate campaign mm-hmm. to control people, not through heart, not through heart, through mind and through wallet. That's all they care about. That's what they'll always care about, first and foremost. So, Once you see that for what it is, and this is such a perfect time, and what you were saying before, I'm going to touch on again, Mm -hmm. is the fact that, yes, governors were going to use this for political gain, okay? So now when the narrative gets dropped and it doesn't work in their favor because of a very sloppy job done by the left, done by the right, and done by the media, they really drop the ball. When they put out their talking points, they should really get on the same page because they've gotten very lobby. So when there's so many different narratives going around, so many different propaganda campaigns going around, sometimes people then, it takes that slap in the face to say, hey, maybe this is all bullshit and I'm pissed off and I have the right to live my life the way I so too. That's why I said a month ago, I I make a mockery out of it. I call myself pro-choice because I choose to die if I so desire by going out and not wearing a mask and not doing all this other bullshit because why should I have to? That makes me pro-choice, right? It's, it's, a, <laughs> yep. it's a mockery of the stupidity that's out there and that we hear every day. See it for what it is. And Dan, the fact that this is the – yes? You talk about the mask. I have to tell you that uh, a student from DV, I, I, I don't remember what year he graduated – made a really good point yesterday on Facebook, and I was thinking of you. He went into two stores and did the same experiment. He went in with no mask. He got followed around. He got hounded, and, yeah. and they said they were going to call the police if he didn't put a mask on. So he put a mask on that he had made. The mask was yeah. literally, he took like a gauze pad, and he had stripped it down to nothing but the one last piece, so you know how fine that is. Like, you, you could see yeah. everything through it, right? And he had to put tape yep. on the top, and the tape had actually, he wrote across the tape that went across his nose, his, it wrote uh, placebo. He hooked it onto his face, yep. and they immediately went, oh, okay, thank you, and walked away. 
it was yeah. that one, it wasn't even a whole gauze pad. It was just that ripped away fine mesh. Like you could see his, you could see everything. And as long as he had that, yeah. and I was just like, holy shit, this is the most ridiculous thing. That was the whole point. Like yeah. it was, it doesn't even matter. We, there's many of us out there that have, and I, I like when the, the, the pro mass crowd likes to say, you don't have to be an asshole and, and announce that you're not wearing a mask. I never hear anybody say, well, you don't have to be an asshole and preach your tyranny onto me, right? But nevertheless, I don't mm-hmm. do that regardless because I don't give two shits. But it, <laughs> it's literally such a great social experiment. You're good with your security blanket because you were told that wearing a mask will keep you safe. The same person who told you that, Dr. Fauci, in the video that I shared on Facebook, also tells you that wearing a mask does nothing and laughs and calls it nothing more to make yourself feel better. But in one month, the narrative changed, right? Because it wasn't falling in line with the propaganda and the lines of bullshit. So, regardless, it's nothing more than a security blanket. It's nothing more than the people's need and desperate desire to feel socially accepted. It's a new age of conformity. We look at China as the model of the world. When in reality, they're a polluted, racist shithole with a lot of good people and a lot of bad people, and they wear masks. So they're the mm-hmm. obvious the example and the pillar of the world. No, that's called control. That's control through communism. That's control through power, through authority, through killing families, through separating families, through unpersoning you, whatever it may be. So we bring that here to see is the population dumb enough and asleep enough to fall in line, and they do. And they did. Of course. And they continue to. And that, again, that's what I'm saying. This is the most non-political thing I've said in a long time. I'm just being straight down the middle, because as I've said from the very beginning, and it's a building narrative, and I wish I was, you know, in front of my computer right now, being heard normally and actually more an active part mm-hmm. of it. But I've been saying these things for weeks and weeks and weeks on purpose. To build upon the narrative. This is honesty. It's both sides contorting and corrupting and taking advantage of weakness and people's desire to feel accepted, to feel as like they're part of the crowd. We beat a population down and we build them up in our image. Our image, you wear gloves and a mask and you do everything that you're told. And you have, like I said, conservatives out there. It's okay to give up your liberties because it's the name of safety. Hitler. You have Democrats. It's okay. We don't need those rights. It's the name of safety. Hitler. You're preaching and you're following the same narrative. You're literally listening to going by the same rule book, but different sides falling under the same guise of bullshit. It's a control. Beat them down. Build them back up. Militarily speaking. And I I can use a million different examples. They break you down and build you back up strong. In this situation, Mm -hmm. they break you down and make you weaker and make you more subservient and make you more scared and make you more fearful and make you more separated, divided, whatever. They control you through their actions. And they don't have to do much. All they had to do was put out a few reports. I wonder how bad it would have been if we would have had the same 24-hour news cycle back when swine flu was a thing or when Ebola was a thing. Oh, that's right. There was a 24-hour news cycle then, <laughs> wasn't there? But it wasn't yep. politically expedient at the time. 
because it didn't fall in line with the party in power. Again, this, and I would say the same thing about 9-11 when we were all, God bless America, let's go bomb some Iraqis, let's go bomb mm-hmm. some Afghans, let's go bomb them all, <laughs> right? I was part of that crowd. Fuck them all, right? Fuck them all. Yep. But in reality, we were being led down the same yep. line of bullshit. Mm-hmm. We were cattle then, mm-hmm. we're cattle now. Republican then, Republican now, Democrat then, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's the same thing, different catalyst. It's about mm-hmm. control. It's always been about control. It will always okay. be I have about control. Can you hear me? I hear you. Okay. So, uh, it, it's about control, right? Uh, I think you said that. Maybe, maybe, maybe once or twice. <laughs> so <laughs> it's about control, right? And, um, you know, I'm telling you to wear a mask and you're, you're obeying and now I have control over you, right? That's kind of what you're saying, I think. So uh, people are okay doing this because they feel that they're giving up their liberties, right? They're, they're obeying for their own good or for the good of the people, right, to, for, for safety, right? That's kind of what we're agreeing on? That's the line of bullshit. So, yeah. Yep. Okay, cool. So my question for you is, is there a line? Is there a time when it's okay for me to take away some portion of your liberty in exchange for enhancing your safety? Is there some point where that is okay? In my opinion, my honest opinion, shall not be infringed doesn't just apply to the Second Amendment. Okay. So what about what about a situation like so I'm I'm going to play devil's advocate, you know, I like to do that. So I was reading I read something similar to this um and someone said, well, um so people the people who are complaining about um those who are not wearing masks and somebody said, well, you know, you don't have a problem walking into a, a store that says no shoes, no shirt, no service. What's the difference about putting a mask on? So if you want to walk into a store with no shoes on, you wear shoes, though. Is that infringing on your liberty? I'm just, I, I, I don't believe that, Dan, but I'm just like, I'm wondering, like, so what would you answer somebody like that? That's a really, that's a really honestly, good debate. As far as, I think that one falls more under freaking decency, personally. And I'm sorry, I don't think freaking naked people should be running around stores or shoeless people. Have some class and put some freaking shoes on. You know, I get what you're saying, but I can't really compare the two. Because okay. when I see face masks, I just see it as a way of you're literally you're literally taking away with the distancing, with the mask, with this. You're taking away the ability of people to communicate with other people. You're taking away. You're literally taking. It's just you're you're freaking. Oh, I want to scream. It is difficult to communicate with people. You're absolutely right, uh, Harlem and, and you I. Look <clears throat> stupid. You sound stupid. Well, just, I, 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 I don't think I look stupid. I think I look cool because I don't wear the regular hospital mask thing. I use like the, the like the cool biker like thing like that. Like it's like a dust thing. I, 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 I actually I found some cool ones I want to get when I have to go back to school. Like they're kind of creepy. Anyhow. Um, <laughs> so, but here, Did you get Kevin thing. a squirrel one? I should. I have to get him one. That or, or like something like this got like the mask of like um, uh, Sauron uh, to, to do. That'd be really cool. Um, I actually Sorry, saw one that has like the bottom part of like Darth Vader's like breathing mask. I think that'd be really cool. I digress. 
Um, we went into the, the local grocery store the other day, and um, I know, right? We went to, we went to the local gro- local grocery store the other day, and Kevin made the point the other, you know, when we were leaving, he's like, you know, he's like, I'm smiling at people, but nobody can see that I'm smiling. Like, we have to make sure it reaches your eyes. I'm like, that's a stupid thing to say, isn't it? And I'm just like, it's true. It's like I always smile, and you know, what I mean, like you know, you chat with people, and it's just like you know, you know, it's just you know, everyone just looks at you now, and like they have these dead eyes. It's like the fucking Walking Dead at this point. I told you, I, that time in the store, the girl outside waving at the car, hey, 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 I don't get why you didn't recognize me, because you're wearing a face mask, you dumbass idiot. <laughs> like, you look like a fucking idiot. You look I like a I can see your eyes. Oh. Like, you, like, Jesus Christ, stop it. I'm afraid of oh. the air that I breathe. I'm afraid to walk outside. The sun's oh. going to heal me, but the COVID may kill me. You know, like, fuck show. me. I, I just don't get it. How stupid you look. How stupid you sound. How fucking weak you are. Wake the fuck up. God. Fuck. Yeah. They walk around pushing carts in a parking lot fucking 200 feet away, and they're looking to make sure nobody's coming alongside of them. Oh, God, I'm afraid of another person. They might give me the COVID. Fuck me! Wow. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, oh. I guess I'm wondering, you know, I'm not sure how people are going to act if this was a much more deadly disease, if this was something that, you know, basically you get it and you are dead. Um if there was like a Almost, near 100% they would have took it so much seriously then. then what would we be doing right now? Yes. If half of New York died in the first month of the coronavirus, I swear people would be staying inside. Like I have an alumni, a fellow alumni, which was a teacher, which was a former student of, of Carrie herself. Um, he went on Facebook and he was like, he was like, yo, didn't you realize that none of your friends are dying from the coronavirus? It's just a scam. And it's like, oh. You know, because it's cause because the mortality rate is so low, nobody takes it no nobody takes it seriously. They're like, oh yeah, it's not it's not really a big deal, you know. And it's stupid to think of it like that, you know. But it is also dumb to think of it like how Dan is explaining, you know, too like overly serious, you know. Like the Joe Joe Rogan spoke about it, like how there's either people that are, don't take it seriously or people that take it extremely seriously and then walk out with CDC freaking bodysuits, you know, and basically creating yeah. the bubble boy bubbles and stuff like that. And it's just like you know, that we're we're seeing both sides of the spectrum. Now we need to find that medium of what is okay, you know, and what is not okay, and then grind on that wave. You know? Yeah, I mean, so what's what's the current mortality rate? Like a handful of people in like a, a couple thousand or a hundred thousand, right? It's yeah, I think it's, it's still. I, don't, percent, I think it's right? still three percent. I think it's still three percent mortality rate. I mean, a three percent death rate. So I don't think yeah, it, right. I don't think it. I don't think it grew, right? I don't think it changed. Well, I guess the yeah, so my question is, I mean, like you said, if if like everybody if everybody who got it died and there was like a near 100% mortality rate yeah. or, or fatality rate, then people would hopefully get their shit together and and you know, stay yeah. home or whatever. But you know, now that it's so low, they're not doing it. So I guess my question is, what do you think mortality rate needs to be? What's the threshold before people are like, "Oh shit, this is real?" Uh 
a lot higher. <laughs> uh, no, to be honest, I kind of I want to say like an exaggerated number, like eighty percent. But let's be really honest. If ninety nine percent of New York citizens died of the coronavirus and one person stayed alive, you know that that person is going to blame the ninety nine percent of the New York population on them being retarded and morons instead of the mortality rate being so high, you know? Like, America lives on the, uh, it's a blessed and cursed with not really seeing danger close up, you know? Like, other than a school shooting or, uh, or a terrorist attack that happens, what, once every lifetime? Hopefully. Right? As big as 9-11? Hopefully, right? You know, so we're so blessed or with not seeing, <laughs> or, yeah, that now. You know, like, so we're so blessed of not seeing real danger, and we're blind, and we're ignorant for that. And because we're so ignorant to that, we think nothing's that serious. Oh, we're not as worse as Italy. We're not as worse as Iraq. You know, we're we're okay. We're America. We're going to make it through. And that's why people are outside. It doesn't matter about the mortality rate. I honestly, I'm, which is funny because I, I just said the mortality rate was important, but... <laughs> I really feel like it's not about the mentality. I just feel like it's about own ignorance in America and how we yeah. now glorify that ignorance. And, oh, being ignorant is now okay. You know, you have your own knowledge. No, it's no, it's not. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's bad. Like, I want to say, I know we're about to for a break, but I just wanted to say that uh, I don't, I don't, I mean, I think we've gotten beyond the point where you need to say, like, oh, America is best and we're America, so we're going to make it through because we're America, and I don't, I don't buy that. Um, sorry, I'm not. Yep. I'm not the ultimate patriot. I don't think. I don't think America is the best. Uh, at least not at everything. Some things are. Bad. Yeah, I know. 100%. But uh, we we do. I think there is something to gain by comparing ourselves to the rest of the world. Um, hmm. That's all I want to say. And with like that, America, Dan, you want to give us our oh. break? You can go right ahead. You can play music, and I'll I'll lead it back in. All right. Sounds great. So I guess we're uh, up for, uh, like, a two-minute break. All right, guys. See you in a little bit. All right.
and rage. This is Voice of the People, USA Radio. We are back live, Voice of the People USA Radio, live on Blog Talk, blogtalkradio.com slash USA. But you already know that if you're listening that way. You can also find us on Fascist Book at Voice of the People USA Radio fan page. Like us, follow us, share us, whatever you so desire. Even if you do like us. Uh-oh. Times book us on Twitter at USA Radio. <laughs> what? You, you you cut out for a like a, a dead air for about oh three seconds I'd say. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> dead air is never I okay, Dan. Don't you know that? <laughs> I know. Speaking of which, Herbie's on, right? Anyway. Yes. Um, hey, oh, oh, oh that was a dick thing. So everybody, remember to check us out at bopusaradio.com. Bopusaradio.com where the maestro himself, Kevin, he's currently on the show tonight. He calls himself a squirrel. Um, but uh, I call him maestro because it's easier than calling him the Harlem squirrel. Though that is the greatest email address ever. Sorry. I call him Batman. Um, so, Stop it. I have to live with him. Sorry. You can also find us on demand on iTunes at Voice of People USA Radio. Find us on Spotify, all one, two, three channels on Spotify. We are there iHeartRadio, we are there. We are on Podcast One. We are on TuneIn. We are on Google Podcast. We are on, I always forget. I will get another recording with all that built in because it's easy for me to forget. Yes. Voice Check of the People, usradio.podbean.com. There you go. Whatever she just said. Yes. <laughs> Podbean. There's nothing, you know, I wish I had the dramatic music from Podbean from last night. But that was awesome, wasn't it? It was. That was there's, there's nothing I enjoy more than broadcasting live on Blog Talk Radio and promoting podbean.com. <laughs> it makes me feel good. It makes me feel warm and fuzzy on the inside. It makes me not want to yell. Hell, I haven't yelled oh, yeah. on Podbean, but I, I yell know. on Blog Talk. Isn't that amazing? Well, you haven't really gotten blog... there yet with uh, Blog Talk, though, today. Well... I mean, Wait, you wasn't there before with the mask and the lady in the shopping cart and the stupid, yeah, stupid, you, stupid, stupid. Yeah, that wasn't, I mean, <laughs> no, that wasn't really yelling. He was getting annoyed, but oh. he didn't quite make it to yelling. No. True. No. Yeah, she's heard me. Yeah, that's true. You'll, you'll find out, Charlie. I, I actually do yell a lot more. Mm. But, you know, if you, if you want to hear me, one, why? But secondly, if you want to hear me have a conversation, like Conversations with Karen, found every Wednesday night at 7 p.m., 7 p.m. Eastern Time, of course, on Podbean, then tune in there if you want to hear crappy audio, lots of lots of dropped audio, drop calls, shoppy audio, then you're in the right place at blogtalkradio.com slash USA. We've only been here for the last 11 years, so obviously we get treated with nothing but respect, appreciation, and decency. Find us! Find us online everywhere you find things you like to follow online. How's that? Is that a good, is that a good commercial one? Huh? That, that, that sound good? 
That's my way of selling. In other words, I think you did a great really job. There, you lie well. Thank you. We are everywhere podcast. <laughs> everywhere podcasts are found, and we are growing. We are growing. We are growing. As announced last night, and I remind everybody, starting Tuesday, not this coming Tuesday, probably the Tuesday following. I will make the announcement soon. We will be launching Voice of People USA Radio on Tuesday nights on Podbean. It will be a two-hour format of this show. This show is not going anywhere for now. It remains on Blog Talk, but hopefully soon this will also be off of Blog Talk. So you will find different hosts, different, different subjects, different form, different style, different feel with cooler audio effects on Podbean on Tuesday nights. Plus, we have the Uncensored Truth. We have Conversations with Carrie. We have, God, Carrie and Kevin, whatever you call it, this week's show, and many other shows worth coming. So We've decided to stick sure with to... Uh, we, we, we Drink and We Know Things, even though that's sort of going on to Game of Thrones, but that's why we wanted it. So we're going to keep it with We Drink and We Know Things. Are you the that hound? Um, well, I, I'm tall enough to be the hound, so guess Kevin would have to be Tyrion, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, you, called, you just called him Tyrion. <laughs> and, and wait a minute. Wait a minute. After, after all our shows move off of Blog Talk Radio, you can eventually find the Uncensored Conservative on Blog Talk Radio, hosted by Herbie. Really? Right. Herbie, you've got to show that's awesome. I'm uh, being sarcastic. I, I will be. Yeah, he's, he yeah. is. I keep, I keep trying to get to it and never do. Oh, come I'm on, man. I want to hear you. Right you definitely I'm, have to publicly, publicly shame him. Shame. Don't worry, Herbie. I shamed <laughs> Carrie last night for not being a good feminist. So I was right. she, just, she just shamed Kevin. <laughs> right. yeah, but, <laughs> no, that's okay. I shame Kevin all well, the time. <laughs> actually, Carrie shamed us both the other night, i got to say. So, what did I do? What sorry, did I do? Terry. Wait, what did I do? I mean, I was only on I was only on the the phone end, you know, receiving the messages, but you're quite Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I shamed you before you even had okay. a chance to talk. <laughs> so, Who? yes, you did. I'm a victim now. I'm voting Democrat. So, <laughs> I don't is I, just, I saw that coming. <laughs> Dave is on it, now. Woo. So we have Carrie, we have Kevin, we have Charming. Charming. We have, we have go. Dave. Very good. You have we have Herbie, too. You Charming. forgot Herbie, Dan. I said Herbie. See, you didn't say him this time around. See, this is why Herbie doesn't talk. This is why Herbie doesn't talk. See, I'm always kept in the back by, by Dan. Yep, it's just like right. you don't so, keep Herbie in the corner. So we have Herbie the Mountain. That's oh, right. Oh, listen, the there's Dave. There's Dave. Did I just hear Dave? Yes, you heard it. Dave, Dave, Dave? Dave could be Jamie. Oh, I like it. I like it. I like it. Uh, yeah, I don't know about that. Well, I just want to cut, I just cut your hand off. But but wait, wait what minute. about his sister? That's that could get weird. But his sister and all that. that could get yeah. Weird. Yeah. yeah, I don't do all that. Do you have it a sister? Happens. See, that could be weird. Uh, yeah, uh, we no, can. no. Oh, well, then it's okay, then. <laughs> it's okay, then. I mean, we're, if your sister looks that good, you know, I wouldn't get mad at you. 
Yeah, right. That's true. So, but with the long hair, the short hair ruined it. The short hair ruined yeah. it. Yeah. Oh my well, God, the shame. The shame. <laughs> shame. Shame. When she did, when the she shame. did the walk of shame, though, I really didn't notice her hair. Well, no, hair but that wasn't did. her. That was a body double. You know that, right? Was it? Was it? Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Where's this? See, Dan, this is why you have to watch Game of Thrones because well, now he's lost and we're all talking Game of Thrones. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, that body double was pretty hot. Yeah, I, well, I have to admit that. Hot. I mean, yeah. Very, I, mean I, I don't go that way, but yeah, I, I, I appreciate it. But I, I, I prefer Marjorie personally, but it's okay. Well, I do Marjorie. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Marjorie was beautiful. Yeah. She was gorgeous. Oh, she was gorgeous. Yeah, absolutely. God, did you see the picture of her? So uh, just, as we digress for one moment, did you see the picture of Marjorie compared, like, I can't remember her real name, but um, compared to, so like her grandmother on the show, um, uh, uh, Terrell, Elena Terrell, right? But when uh, Elena, yeah. the woman who played Elena Terrell, she was in the, oh my God, was it the Avengers? Was that the show? When she was um, young, like in like the 50s or 60s, and she was gorgeous when she was young. And the two of them, if you look at a young Elena uh, Terrell compared to Marjorie, they looked like they could have literally been like granddaughter and, and, and uh, grandmother. My God, they were gorgeous. They looked the same. They looked like the same woman. It's amazing. Well, Sorry. So if, you, if it, so if you can send me a picture of that, because I'm really sorry. I will. Get sick of the golden girls. And you're talking about Natalie uh, Dormer, right? Yes, that's her name, Natalie Dormer. And um, oh my God, I, I, I'll, I'll find a picture of. Um, I'll find you the combination picture. I will find that for you and show it to you. You will not believe how much they look similar. Did Dave just say the Golden Girls? Oh hell yeah! <laughs> yeah. Hey, I love <laughs> No, she wasn't in the Golden Girls. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> who doesn't like the Golden Girls? That was that's a great right. show. Come on. I want to. What, what's it great show? No, the thing is, there is I want to be. Boxes on there. Yeah, no, no. You want to be. You want, I, when I get to be their age, I want to be Dorothy in the streets and Blanche in the sheets. There we go. <laughs> hey, I, I love, I love the Golden Girls. I'm not knocking it. <laughs> okay, I've got the picture. I am going to send. You're not going to believe this one. Diana Rigg. That is the Are real name of uh, Elena Terrell. The woman who played uh, um, Natalie Dormer's uh, grandmother. Oh my God! Wait till you see this picture. I'm going to send it to you right now, and you're going to lose your mind. Hang on a second. Uh, we'll, we'll send it because we might have to go to a commercial break. I just really? sent it. It's it's okay. going through. So wait till you see it because the one on the left is Diana Rigg when 1969. You look at it in Messenger. You will not believe it's it's amazing. It's amazing. Wow. Am I right? Yes, absolutely. Wow. It's unbelievable. Yeah, and she was stunning. So if you look up wow, Diana Rigg. They are. They really are. They, they are unbelievable. Just, just the, the, the two of them are just absolutely like, it, it, it's, I couldn't believe they could pick such amazing, you know. And so if you do a separate That's search amazing. for Diana Rigg, yeah, like you, you, you'll see it. It's just, she's unbelievable. Huh. Sorry that we digressed, Dan. It took took away your show when we started talking about Game of Thrones. That's what Kevin and I should be doing. I'm sorry. But, uh, yeah. <clears throat> Anyhow, yeah. <laughs> That's what well, happens when you let the women on. Sorry. Quick shout-out, because uh, one of my 
charming motherfuckers are on are on the are listening. So shout out to all the charming motherfuckers. Um, those are my those are my people. You know, my little crew. Thank you guys Good. for watching. You guys are the best. I hope you guys stay gotcha. here and watch more. Even though even if I'm not involved in every episode, you know, there's a great show. Okay, yeah. Dan, it's all yours. And- Dan, no, Dan just dropped off, so it's just us guys. Oh, what are we going to talk about? Oh, let's talk about everything. Dave, oh, what do you want to talk about, man? Herbie said he's going to be right back, so now, like, Dan, Dave, it's, it's your chance now, because you didn't talk last week. You were, you know, yeah. too, too. I, so what's, what do you want to talk I about? I mean, I mean, we can talk about just about anything what's going on. Um, so bring us, I give us a topic. I think, it's, I, I think it's hilarious that... Uh, Mr. Trump uh, won't unveil Obama's picture. I do too. Yeah, that. I mean, in the White that's, House, that's I, I thought petty. that's pretty savage. Yeah, that was I, funny. I, I thought that was. Funny. I mean, I, I think it's really that's like like I I don't Dave I don't I don't know you real well I don't know if you're are you a Trump fan or no. Yes, I am. Okay, so I'm not, um, but I'm not I'm not a Democrat or Republican. I'm independent. I, I you know, but I'm I'm not a huge Trump fan. But regardless, I think that's kind of petty. I think it's like because you're everyone does that. I mean, like Obama unveiled Bush's uh, uh, painting yeah. and all that. Like, so so what and do you Bush think? Bush is Dave? shitty to Obama. Yeah, that's I true. Get but then, I but get then, it. But then, but then, but then for... Bush was all about Michelle. But I mean, <laughs> so so what do you think? Yeah. Dave? But I kind of get it for what Trump went through in his first couple of years in uh, in office. Mm-hmm. And what did Obama have to do? With obviously, that? obviously, the current situation that's going on now, uh, you know, it really wasn't a smooth transition for Trump to come in because, you know, we had the um, was it Flint? Was it Flint? Have that stuff going on. So, you mean, you know, with, why with, not? Oh, Flynn, Michael Flynn. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, was that but was that Obama's? I mean, I was, and I'll be very honest with you, and somebody might hate me for this, but like, I, I was not honestly a fan of Obama. I, I really wasn't. I mean, he, I, I, I'm not a fan of many people, to be honest. But, um, but was, uh, well, I, I, yeah, Flynn was kind of the Obama situation. I understand, I understand that. But, um, I don't know. It's interesting. So, so it, it, the, the, it is. It's, it's, it's an interesting dynamic. What's going on with politics right now? So, yeah, that's like, for sure. It's it's okay to go away from the norm now. I think it's perfect. Yeah, I think it's perfect. Any, anybody else think that election year should be canceled this year along with no, absolutely yes. not. No, 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 yes. no, no. You yes. cannot. No, you cannot cancel elections. That is completely yes. no. Postpone it for the postpone it for the next year. The World no. Olympics. No. Wait, the Olympics is one thing. No, 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 no. No, you cannot. Dan's already like, I already know he wants to talk because I just hear the sound of the car again. He's on Bluetooth apparently. No, look, people can't cancel. People need to be retrained on how to vote. People need to be retrained on how to vote. Why not? But you can't cancel the election. No, 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 no. No, 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 not one more year. Why not just one? Uh, the Olympics no, no, that is. Oh my God. What about no, two? You're completely changing the whole fucking constitution. Oh, no, we can, no, take, no. We can take away people's right to vote in person? That's okay? Like, no, it's not it's okay. The same That's difference. not okay. 
Wait, they have I'm not no, taken away boy, the No, stop. They have not. I Listen, say, I have control I say, the keyboard. I can mute no you. Election. I can mute you. I can mute you. <laughs> I not say, taken away I the say, right say, to vote in person. They have not taken away the right I to vote say, in person. They have not taken away the right to vote in person. They are giving you the option. You cannot no. take away a presidential People. election. That is insanity. I agree. Whether it's yes, Trump, we do. Obama, we, do. Obama, we, we are at war. You haven't done we that in You didn't do that in yes. any of the world wars. You can't do that now. Yes, oh, we did. Now I'm going to go crazy. That is absolutely important. I agree with Carrie. Okay. I'll stop. I, I agree with Carrie. <laughs> very. Okay. I'm very sorry. Off, then. Charming, I'm going to mute you now. It was just a thought. It was just a thought. A I'm going to mute the fuck out of you now. Idea. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, I'm just going to go back to being quiet <laughs> and listening to you guys. And... <laughs> okay, I'm stopping. Go ahead. Everyone else can My talk back. now. I said, I, okay. <laughs> you, you missed a lot of Sherry. <laughs> we just exploded. <laughs> what happened? Oh. Uh, <laughs> Somebody brought up the idea of postponing the election until next year, and we exploded. Great idea. Oh. No! Joe Biden will be dead. Joe Biden forget that he was in the running. Yeah, Joe Biden, exactly. he's still running for Senate. <laughs> corn pop. He wouldn't even miss a beat. He wouldn't, like, yo, it would be canceled, and he wouldn't even know. Like, he'll still start going, and in 2021, he'll still think it's 2020. <laughs> He's looking for the fucking polio vaccine. He, he don't know what he's doing. He's good. He's good. Dan, you right, right, said, come on. Do you seriously think that Biden is going to be able to debate with Trump on national TV? Like, do you... I, do, God, I, I want to see don't, it. I think, oh, I, think Biden I, is a, I think Biden is a shit choice. I don't think Bernie Sanders was a good choice either. I think it's all shit. However, my whole point is that we cannot just say, oh, Trump just gets another year. That is not allowed. You can't do that for Trump. Okay. You couldn't have done it for Trump Obama. You can't do that, that for anybody. Trump doesn't want that. I understand that. That's, just, so that's not? not the way to do so this, this whole thing. That's, that's a dangerous precedent to set because if you start that now Barry. and then you wind up with another precedent dangerous. that you guys don't, you just can't do that. That's a terrible Barry. idea. Yes. Harry, one of the yes, biggest sir. advocates for not canceling the election is Trump. He doesn't want to cancel it either. And I agree with you, and I agree with that. You should never alter. Never. Right. Ever, 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 ever alter. But also, wouldn't it take some sort of, and I will admit that I am woefully ignorant when it comes to uh, some of the actual real regulations and laws that govern this kind of stuff. But doesn't Thanks, that, too. that would take a major like some kind of vote or something oh, yeah. like that would take oh, yeah. a lot a big, of, a right? Big, that's not something deal, that one person can deal. say this is how yeah. it is, right? You gotta, that's, almost, that's almost identical to, the only thing I could kind of think about something like that when somebody kind of like changed the rules was, remember when Bloomberg went for a third year? Oh, Christ, yeah. He had yeah, to that, stand, yeah. he had to stand in front of, like, of shit. to debate why power. he to get a third year. Yeah, you know, so I feel like that, and that was such a long thing, too. It's as, a small From what I remember. Yeah. Did you say small in response to Bloomberg? Yes. Oh, man. No, a hundred, yeah, so let's definitely not cancel elections. I take that back. I'm very sorry. Please don't fire me. <laughs> my first, 
first date. Nah. I, I say we You're cancel fired. it and just give it to Trump for four more years. Let's not waste anybody's time. Hang on, let me find. Wait, where? Where? <laughs> let me find. Mute, 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 mute. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I mean, the memes like, are going to be hilarious, though. Yep. Oh yeah. <laughs> Between Trump and Biden, like let's let's be real. This is this is worse of a choice than Trump and Hillary. Yeah. Right. I mean, so I, I agree. again, I agree. I agree. I agree. It's just that we can't take that. I don't agree at all. Away. Thank God Trump's running again. Yeah, like it's pretty. I don't know. And also, I I, I don't believe in the magic man in the sky, but okay, we'll thank whoever. <laughs> yeah, we'll thank uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. Um, I do no. thank God every day for Donald Trump. <laughs> You're welcome. I agree with the person like, laughing in the background. I, I seriously don't know what the fuck Kid Rock is doing. Like, why can't he run? He knows what's yeah. up. Listen, like, he really does. Yeah. He knows sure. what's up. There's a bunch of people I wouldn't mind running for sure. Right, but it's still better than Biden. Agreed. It's still better than yeah. a lot of people. Biden. I agree. I love when Biden, Biden forgets was, what state he's in. What was that, Herbie? I said I love when Biden forgets what state he's in. <laughs> I love when he forgets what year he's in. Or what he's okay. running for. Or who his wife is. What he's is, running for. Or, <laughs> um, this is my wife. I'm my sister. <laughs> I'm Joe Biden. I hate those Jews. I'm Joe Biden. I need that. <laughs> I need that. Oh, those black people are no good. I mean that. They play with the hair on my legs. <laughs> I'm Joe Biden. I'm running for Senate. He's so dirty. Fucking worthless, scumbag, corrupt, pig bastard. Fuck him and his son. They're they rotten hell together. I'm Joe Biden. So dirty. I forgot this message. <laughs> that was cute. That was cute. I have to give you credit for that one. That was cute. So Dan, so, so what do you guys what do you guys think about uh, little old lizard, uh, little page or whatever the hell she she is? What Ooh. do you think about that lady? Lizard? A lizard? Yeah, what the lizard. fuck are you talking about? I, I need a little more information on that one. Lizzie, Lizzie Borden? Page, the, the, <laughs> the governor of uh, Illinois. Michigan? No, that's uh, no, not Illinois. What? Governor of Illinois. Let me find I'll her. Uh, huh. What's that? What's that? Governor of Illinois is a dude. No, no, I'm sorry. That puts her. I'm sorry. Um, uh, Michigan. You're mayor. talking about She's Michigan. the mayor of Chicago. She's the mayor of Chicago. Oh, that creature. Yeah, Beetlejuice. Uh-oh. Yeah, Beetlejuice. Yes. Beetlejuice. Oh, oh, I just saw her now. Yeah. Miss oh, Lightfoot. Miss yeah. Lightfoot. There we go. Got her. Um, I've seen her. I don't know a lot about her. What's going on with her? Talk to me. Well, she's fucking absolutely crazy. Um... She is online talking about the new world order. I, I saw a clip about that. Uh, I didn't. I didn't. Didn't watch it, but I saw that. You, I think it was. It must have been you that posted it. Like, what did? What did she have to say about that? What's going on? She's crazy. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you. I need some the more. The bottom line is, like, no, you will have to watch the video 
because she okay. talked about a lot of things and, and it kind of went in circles. But that bitch is nuts. I I remember I'm, when Trump offered to send in the um, the National Guard to help her with the the crime, and she said no. <laughs> wow. Well, see, um, I, see, I didn't even know that. So I'm looking at some of the stuff that she's talking about as far as like the opening. She says, no restaurant I know of is going to be able to survive based on the weather. It's like on a typical day. She, she won't even let them open the, uh, the outdoor restaurant, the outdoor dining. Like for like even after. Um, so, I mean, listen, even New York City is doing outdoor dining. Like there's a pl- I think even parts of um, some of the worst states are doing outdoor dining and she's not allowing that. Like, come on. Right. That's so she's so she's one of the really hardcore. Like I mean, listen, even Governor Wolf in Pennsylvania is like talking about some counties moving into the green phase, which means actually being allowed to go into restaurants now. I don't know which counties. I just saw that earlier, but so she's uh more hardcore. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah, I re- I really don't know what her deal is. Huh. I'd, I'd compare it to Maxine Waters on, on like a level of craziness. Well, that's pretty hardcore. I feel like, I feel like what Governor Wolf is doing is, is you know, people would see it very um, crazy and like, oh, my God, it's not intense. But I feel like he's trying to be ahead of the game where – at least this way. No, he's a piece of shit. He's an absolute piece of shit. He, Governor okay, cool. Wolf, is a okay. fucking scumbag okay. piece of shit. Okay. Nice. All right. Nice. Sorry, Governor That's Wolf. That's been a public service a announcement from Dan. <laughs> <laughs> so why do you hate Governor Wolf? If you don't mind me asking. Because he's an asshole. Because he's. A, He's an absolute corrupt piece of shit. I don't care what party he is. I hated the Republican governor of PA too, but Wolf is just an e- equivalent piece of shit. The only he, I that's a whole other show to go into why. Let me. Wolf is I'll a give scumbag. you one. I'll give you one. Has nothing to do with the lockdown. I'll give you one reason. One reason why he's a piece of shit, Elias. So, or sorry, charming. So um, one of the things that he did, yeah, one of the things you that he broke did. Broke the fourth wall. I know. So one of the things that he did Tear down the wall. During, yeah, paint it black. And now I can just get yeah, right. that song. Anyhow. Um, so one of the things that Wolf did with the lockdown is like when he, he started the lockdown, he said only essential businesses, right? So essential businesses yeah. mean basically grocery stores, uh, pharmacies, like hardware stores, because like if something breaks in your house or whatever. Okay. But one of the essential businesses that he was giving waivers one of the waivers was to a cabinet-making shop that was owned by his family. So that's some bullshit right there. Like, I didn't know that cabinet-making shops were essential businesses. So there's one of the many, many, many examples of him being a dick right there. <coughs> yeah. And he knew people were going to have money to be able to order, and they would, he'd be the only one they could order from. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, more or less, gave him a temporary yeah, monopoly. Was... Yeah, yeah. <coughs> so that, wow, is that okay, kind of so... like... So what's his dude or what's his girl moving his grandmother out of that nursing home? Oh, Levine, Rachel Levine, the 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 health person, the health secretary. Oh, oh, is is, is that past name? Yeah, Rachel? I don't remember. The, the the health secretary is the one that moved her uh, mother out of a nursing home into a private care facility, and and she's the health secretary up for the state, and she moved her out when this all went down because 
70%, the last time I looked, which was probably like two weeks ago, 70% of the deaths in Pennsylvania happened in nursing homes. 70%. But yet the whole state is locked down like crazy. Yeah. And only 11% of the deaths in the entire state, the last time I looked, that was two weeks ago, 11% were people who did not have any underlying, any known underlying conditions. So, okay. Yeah. And we don't have that many deaths. At least we didn't at the time. I don't. I don't know what it is. Rel- relatively new. I have. I stopped looking because I was getting so pissed. Okay. So, so which governance do you guys like? Hmm. Cuomo. Cuomo. That's a good one. All right. Never mind. I never. I never bring him up. Every don't time. start me on Cuomo. Don't start me on Cuomo. <laughs> He's another asshole. I've heard you on Cuomo on Facebook. <laughs> I know how you feel. Oh, that motherfucker. Sorry. <clears throat> I'm glad I can say that yeah. word on, on, on this, but yeah, no. Oh, but every, but suddenly he's like one of the most eligible bachelors. Like, what the fuck, women? Do you have no standards at all? Hello? I wouldn't fuck him if he was the last yeah. man on the face of the earth. Yeah, he's... Yeah, well, he, he yeah, does have those nipple piercings, so... I want to see those, honestly, but uh, other than that, I mean, not because it would turn me on. I just want to make sure that I see them and I want to know if they're really there or not. Unless he just has, like, triple nipples on each side, you know, which I guess would be sex. Yeah. I don't know. Damn, yeah. One, Shit. I, I really didn't one know of my, girls were into that, but. Okay. One of my wife's um, lesbian clients actually wants to marry Andrew Cuomo. Well, that says a lot now, doesn't it? Right there. That was just like. <laughs> yeah. When I found out she, she lied, when I found out, because I know the lady, when I found out she liked him, I was like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that says it all right there. I was like, ooh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if I want my wife cutting your hair anymore. <laughs> yeah, I don't right. Want that to, right. I don't mm-hmm. want that to bleed off under her. <laughs> <laughs> it's catching. It's catching. I'll tell you, I mean, man, that, that bleeds off under her. I'll be divorced real quick. <laughs> I mean, you have to look at it like it's its just like the man like and so like, you know, and, and I don't understand. And I said this before. It's like, you know, he was all him and um, de Blasio were all like, oh, we can't close the schools because that's like the number one resource for day, daycare is literally what they said. You know, that's where the kids go so the parents can go to work. And now all of a sudden that Bill and Melinda Gates are involved in New York State. And offering to like help support reimagining that's the the keyword now reimagining education now he's all uh, in, enamored with him, and they need money because you know every of course every state that's shut down is bleeding uh, profusely with money um, so now it's like oh we're going to reimagine education and um, the CDC released the guidelines for reopening schools and stuff like that, and it's like damn near impossible, especially in like you know in any school, let alone like city schools. So, yeah, so, I mean, I, I'm sure he's, like, all excited about being partnered with, you know, with the Gates Foundation and getting all this extra money and doing all this crazy stuff. So, yeah, I mean, he's going to be all excited about all that. Yeah. It kind of seems like that's all he wants is money. Uh, of well, course. And did you, did you see where – yeah. Well, the Empire State, you know, you know, the Empire Strikes yeah. Back. Did you see how the – oh, my God, so Cuomo was, like – he um, he's he's opening the state beaches right for Memorial Day, and so De Blasio is like the city beaches are still closed. We're not letting anyone to the city beaches, right? And and again, and I said this to Dan last night on the show, I was like I kind of understand because like the city beaches like Coney Island and the Far Rockaways and Queens and like Orchard Beach up in the Bronx and all that, like you have to you have to take uh, like public transit to get there. Most most people don't have you know some people have cars, but not a lot. So they don't want people on, on mass transit to get to those things. 
I kind of get it. But then de Blasio, this motherfucking asshole, he was like, well, you know, you can go to like the beaches in Long Island if you have cars and stuff like that. So the, 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 the mayors of the little towns on Long Island are like, hell no, you, we don't want any of the city people. We're going to like stop the people at the beaches and we're going to check, you know, because you know, they have access to the beaches. They have to be people who live on Long Island, who pay taxes on Long Island. They will be allowed on the beaches if you do not have you know, like identification that shows that you're from Long Island, you're not going to be allowed on the beaches. And I don't blame them. It's like, fuck you. And then de Blasio was all yep. pissed. He's like, how can you deny, you know, are we, well, you asshole, you wouldn't let people on the beaches in the city. And he's actually going to have like beach patrol and everything. I'm like, fuck you. And this is what I was saying earlier in, in this show. It's like people in America are getting sick and fucking tired of being told you can't do this, you can't do that. And especially in New York City, and they've been really good. I have got to say, I was concerned that, you know, people are going to like be like, you know, breaking out and like, They've been really good about this, and they're getting fucking tired by now. And I don't blame them. If they're in tiny-ass little apartments, and they're sick and tired of it, and they're finally, like, done, and they, they want to start going out, and there are plenty of places out there willing to open mm-hmm. up for them now. Everyone's like, fuck you, we're going to do Did you hear about that gym in New Jersey? I think it's in Bryn Mawr or something like that, where uh, it's, I think yeah. Atlas, A-T-I-L-I-S, I think is the, is the name. Yeah, they were opening up, and they finally they got shut down, like, hardcore, though. Like, the, like they said suddenly their sewage backed up, so they, they, you know the town was playing games with that. Like, they fucked up their sewage system, and then they, like, shut them down hardcore. Like, they charged them, like, $2,000 a day for, like, three days, and then that was it, done. So, like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah all, I feel like it's like, like all of a, all of a sudden there was paper towels coming up, and they don't have any yeah. paper towels there. They said, "No, of course not." Gyms use the the fucking like they have regular towels and stuff like that. I mean, and I get gyms are sweaty and gross, and like you're gonna have a lot of stuff like that going on. But like they were, you know, you already wipe shit down, so I know they were probably wiping everything down like hardcore. And they said that if you would just if they would have looked at our plan and seen what we're doing. Like, they would see that, like, we are, like, really, like, you know, being very careful and wiping all the equipment down and everything's being sanitized and, like, you know, we're, we're doing it, we're operating it at a much lower capacity. Like, what do you want these people to do? Because they still have to pay rent. They still have to pay rent for their buildings. They still have to, like, yep. you know, like, what the fuck? Like, I don't, I, I really don't know what people are expecting. I really don't. Yeah, when it comes to, uh, to leadership, it's been one of two flavors of ice cream. It's been either... Uh, do everything I say. Um, I'm taking charge. It's my way to the highway. Or it's been, you know, completely past the buck. Um, it's not my job yeah. to take care of it. Yeah. You figure it yeah. out. I don't know. Yeah. So, you know, I, there's been and I feel different like governors that's that's okay. trying to handle things. And they're not quite sure what to do. Yeah. They're, they're trying different things. And some of them are, are stepping up to the plate. And some of them are swinging a little too hard. But, um, you know, I mean, all the governors are... Are, are making their choices and the mayors are making their choices and, and there's this yeah. like struggle pattern, right? Everybody's trying to get get control the at, at their at their level, but it's been kind of difficult. Um, so you know, it's like I, everybody wants to be in charge, but but no Cuomo. Yeah, <laughs> cute. <laughs> Cuomo's actually on the top ten list of most unpopular uh, uh, governors currently. But you don't hear that very wow. much now, do you? You don't. No. You know, CNN is like lauding him, and you know, oh, even like I, I listen to WNYC once in a while. Like I used to support WNYC. I actually give them like thirty bucks a month, and I stopped because they were so like like it was so obvious how uh, like left leaning they were. And again, I keep saying this: I'm an independent, and I like to see like both sides of things. And I was like, I got very annoyed with them, and I and I pulled my funding from them. 
And like even they, they're like they're from New York City, and they're not even saying anything bad about him. So like you don't hear anything bad about this guy. In the meantime, they're talking about how you know, and again, not a Trumper, but like they're saying that oh, if, well, you know, if the federal government had like just acted like a couple weeks earlier, we'd have saved thirty six thousand lives. But you know, had you know Cuomo acted earlier too, because you know California acted earlier, and they 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 like stopped you know like uh, they they actually acted earlier than New York did and saved a lot more lives. You know, hello, New York would have been a lot better off. But oh, we keep forgetting about Cuomo and De Blasio, who kept saying, no, no, go ahead and act like you know you got to keep living your life like normal. We're not closing the schools. We're not doing this. It's going to be normal. You know, business as usual. And then we wound up being the fucking center of the whole fucking pandemic in the United States. Hello. Ground so, zero well, I, again. Sorry, charming, charming. You, you're in Florida, and so I know Florida is one of the the states that opened up much more quickly than others. How has yeah, it been down yeah. there? Has it been terrible? I've seen videos of like people partying on the beaches, doing the jeep getaways, yeah. and they're all like, well, woo, and they're all well, celebrating, and yeah. like, it doesn't seem like yeah, anyone's getting Florida sick man, and dying down there. Florida man is still acting crazy. Um, you, a little louder. The pandemic has well, charming. Oh. I'm sorry, yeah. Florida man is still... I hear crazy. dishes in the background um, from somebody. I'm having a hard time hearing. Uh, sorry. With Florida... <laughs> people have been... that. Well, okay. So in the beginning of the month, I was really annoyed of everybody coming to the beaches. I felt like it was really, really dumb. But then okay. as I started talking because I have a friend that works... I have a friend that works in the clinic up the county, and I have a friend that works in the veterinarian hospital in the same... Like in the same block. So I mm-hmm. I just speak to them like how is it over there like I have one that takes care of animals and one that takes care of the people. So he was telling me how it's not that crazy, especially in Florida. Like there are some some spots, and I I remember our governor said this too, in his um when he used to do the town hall meetings vir- virtually. There are some counties in Florida that have it, you know. But Volusia County, where I, where I'm from right now, shout out to all my Volusia Knights. Um, it's really not that heavy. Like, I think we only had about three cases of COVID-19 in Volusia mm-hmm. County. So it's not, that really, it's not that really much of a problem. And social distancing doesn't really affect the Floridians, well, especially, well, especially in my county, because I'm in a very, like, old person home, you know. Like, the people that are here are either too rich to either do anything outside or too old to even go outside. So social distancing for them is, like, on the regular. But, um, gotcha. But, Apparently, we've been having some type of craziness because for the past three days, state patrol cars have been going through my neighborhood, like with like the with like the big light, like flashing through the windows, like patrolling from like one to like three a.m. over here, huh. in, over here in Florida. I, but yeah, I don't know if they, I don't know if they do that over there, but they definitely like I caught them. I've been catching them because my desk is really right here next to my window that faces to the front of my house. So I see the light, and it, it, when I first saw it, it bugged me out because I, I was playing zombies, and I all of a sudden <laughs> thought a zombie was attacking me, but it wasn't. So, but so I'm really huh. curious about that, and I'm trying to do research on that stuff, like why the state patrol? Because I thought I thought our curfews were done. You're not telling yeah, me I thought, our, I thought our curfews were done, like a. Um, what about a month ago already? Because Florida hasn't been that hard. Like it hasn't hit us that hard. Are you near the beach, Charming? Like anywhere or uh, Daytona Beach? I'm by um, 25 minutes away from Day- Daytona Beach. Um, oh, okay. I have friends that go there. Like 
one of my friends goes goes to the beach almost every day now because he doesn't work. Um, and when he posts his pictures, like he posts on his Snapchat, there's not that many people in Daytona Beach, and that's like one of the most popular beaches in Florida. Well, okay, at least on my gotcha. Side. Yeah. So it really hasn't been that hard over here, but I'm I'm taking that as an account of you know where where I'm at, you know, like I'm in the suburbs mostly, anything, you know. So I wouldn't see that much crowd control. I'm pretty sure if we talk to someone from Orlando, they'll probably have similar stories to New York City. Well, we haven't Hello? been in in New York City for a while. Like we haven't been in New York since like March fifteenth. Um, so I don't know what the what the deal is with that. You know, I mean, uh, I just just what I've been reading and watching, like talking to some of my students, which um, actually, you know, Charming, you gave me a good idea, and I actually have it going on this week um, with the uh, asking my students to, to do a voice recording um, of, of their thoughts about uh, what's going on. So hopefully I'll, I'll have some of that to be able to, like, share with uh, some somebody with, on some platform at some point, maybe next week. So that's going to be kind of cool. So they've, they've been really no. good. They've been giving a lot of feedback. So it'll be interesting to hear from them. I got that idea. It was, it was actually mad funny. I was watching, um, there's a show on Netflix called uh, The Designated Survivor. Does any, anybody watch that show? Well, no, I never heard of that one. It's actually an amazing show. It's actually really cool. It's about this guy. He's the last guy. And they canceled it. They, they canceled it for real? It was Dirty Dan. Yeah, it's not coming back. Great show, though. Great show. It's not coming back, bastard. The last season ended so well. So basically, oh, a better that... show is The Ranch. <laughs> oh, The Ranch is another great show. But the, right. the main character is he works for the president's cabinet, right? And he got fired the day before, no, the hour before the State of the Union. So because he was fired, the president didn't want him to come to the, to the State of the Union. So they named him the designated survivor. At the end of the State of the Union, everybody in the president's cabinet gets like blows blows up in a terrorist attack and then that guy that got fired becomes the standing president and then it's about like his journey like how he takes back america and all that stuff and then and in a bunch of those episodes they do the exact idea that i i told you about and i thought it was very intriguing since you know this is the bop the voice of the people we would love like you know nobody like i've not yet not seen not one podcast not one tv show not one talk show not one radio show the View, Breakfast Club, nobody has sat down with kids and told them and talked to them about that stuff. And I think it's really sad because these are the people that in the next hundred years, they're going to deal with the next pandemic, you know? So why not get their insight? I just thought. No, that's a good idea. I like it. No, 100%. I'm glad. I'm glad. You have, I, I'm really curious on who, you, on who you're going to get to speak I don't know. I, I put the I put the prompt out there to all of my seniors. I, I I made that the lesson this week. Actually, I was like, so you know, I want to know what you think, and I gave them I gave them an option, just in case. I said you can do a two minute like uh, I I had to give them a limit, so I was like, you know, give me give me a two minute um, audio recording or uh, a two page uh, uh, written uh, commentary about how you're feeling about the whole situation. I figured if I made it two pages, they'd never do that because I don't want to read all those. <laughs> <laughs> so I was it's like, do, do a video, like you know, an audio. Essay. 
But they didn't yeah. fucking read what I wrote. I said, do an audio recording or write a two page thing. I'm mean, having people, like, even while we we're doing the show, I had one of my kids, like, text me. He's like, so do I have to do a video recording and a paper? And I'm like, oh my God. No, you don't read. I had like 20 people ask me this. I'm like, guys, you didn't fucking read what I wrote. I said, either do a recording or a paper, and you can just use audio. You don't have to do a video. I don't need to see you with your pajamas and your crazy bedhead because nobody's getting dressed during the quarantine. I'm like, oh my God. Oh, so. it's. Junction, junction, oh. where's your function? I don't teach English oh. anymore, darling. Remember that. Uh, what what yeah. subject do you teach now? Well, it's a it's it's like well, I guess I kind of still teach English. I do um it's called seminar. So I have juniors and I have seniors. I do have, I have junior seminar and then I have a separate senior seminar class. So like I have the so a junior seminar class I, I do it's, it's a lot of career exploration. Like they try to figure out what they're you know what they're interested in. So we do like projects and like we do like you know uh, personality tests and stuff like that to see like you know explore like you know what do you, what do you think you're like? What do you what are you interested in? Like we do like a research project. Um, not a paper, a project. So, like they put like together like a a slide presentation about like well what do you think you like? And it's like. Oh, it's like you want to be a veterinarian. Okay, so what does that entail? And so, like, they kind of do, like, some stuff, and they, like, put together, like, you know, and they do a poster, too. And so it's a lot of, like, kind of fun stuff the first semester, trying to figure out what they might want to be. And then, like, second semester, we we do some, like, they, they practice the SATs because they have to take the SATs usually in March. And then the, the, the second half, like, the last marking period of their junior year then it's all real serious shit where they're like, they're, they're making their list of their college. They do a college research thing too. Like they figure out what colleges are interested in. So then the second, the, the last uh, marking period, like right now, my juniors right now are making a list of their actual, the colleges that they, you know, like they, they make a list of the CUNY schools. That's the city university of New York uh, school system. That's public school system. They can, most of them can go there for free. Um, so they make a list right. of the CUNY schools they want to go to, the state university schools they, they're interested in. If there's any private schools, they look at their um, the SAT scores they got, their GPA requirements. They're, they do like, you know, so they're making a, a real list of that. They're gathering like their the, their parents' financial documents and getting the information about like their household income and stuff like that. Um, they're filling out right now, they're doing a um, like a letter recommendation packet where they're filling out all this information about themselves. And then they can share that with like two or three teachers. That they're going to ask for letters of recommendation. And then senior year, um, we start like if it was a normal year, I mean, it's still going to be doing this next year, whether we're in person or not. But like, so September, they take that first month and they're, they're fixing things or they're cleaning things up. They're getting the rest of their information all together. They're tightening up what the college they want to apply to. And then October, we start college applications. And I actually work with the kids and help them fill out their applications. Um, and that's October, November, even through December, we're doing nothing but all, uh, college applications, the application essay. So that's where the English stuff comes in again. Um, then we're doing like the applications for financial aid for the, the federal aid for the state aid. Um, and that carries through pretty much until like January. Um, and then, you know, the second half of senior year, then I do a lot of like real world stuff with them. I'm doing like financial, um, stuff. Like I do like, you know, how to budget. I talk to them about credit cards and interest rates and we do activities on like, you know, um, uh, right now my seniors were doing identity theft and like how to protect yourself from hackers. And so it's, it's you know, and it's all, and then we do like the college acceptance piece and like, you know, how to carry through and like you know, submit all the documents they need to do, like their immunization records. And so that's, that's kind of what I do now. So now, now I know previously that you did, that's all you did was um, English, correct? Yep. 
how, how did you end up getting in? Did you have to go back to school to learn to teach all that material or just your teaching background allows you to present it or how does that work? Yeah. So, um, so I did English um, when I was at DV and then when I uh, went to New York, I was doing English. <clears throat> and then um, what started, I, I did English for two years at uh, middle school and then they, um, they needed to start their library back up because this middle school was uh, a disaster and um, they had no librarian. And so they asked me to open the library up again. And so I was like, oh, all right. So I started as a librarian then with no credits in library science, which technically you're supposed to be uh, like a certified librarian. Right. So I did all that. I got that all together up and running. And that was a disaster. That room that, oh my God, it was a filthy, disgusting pigsty. They had all the broken equipment in there and like, I, I got all bit up by bugs and it was infested with mice and I oh, geez. Anyhow, um, and that school was so great. They got shut down and, um, and I wanted and I wound up moving to the school in the Bronx for the same thing. Like they wanted me to start, they had lost their librarian. They asked me to be a librarian. I'm like, okay, cool. So I'll do that. And you didn't need a license to do it, to be a librarian, just basically be an English teacher at that point. So I put their library all back together again, and that was awesome, and I, and I really liked doing that. But um, the eighth grade that year, and that was um, Charming's uh, eighth grade year, but Charming wasn't an eighth grader in the school that year. Um, he came in ninth grade. The school that I teach at is a 6 to 12 school. Um, and so the class of 2012, they were eighth graders then, um, they went through three English teachers in the space of two months. <laughs> And so my principal was like, um, we need you to uh, be an English teacher instead because we can't get an English teacher to stay with them. And so that was a massive battle because those kids were out of control. Um, and so I made it through the year with them and uh, still doing the library thing, but being an English teacher with them. And then I said to my principal, if you don't move me to the high school, I'm going to kill a kid. And so she moved me up to the high school. But then I wound up with the class of 2012 again as 10th graders and then as 11th graders and then as 12th graders. So I was like punished with them for like four years, but then they grew on me. So it was good. So that's how and then, and then I just became an English teacher for the rest of the time there until about three, four years ago. And then the guidance counselor had kept pushing because they were um, the, the DOE, the New York City Department of Education, was making a big push to do college um, and career readiness. And so the guidance counselor um, was working um, very hard. And we only had one guidance counselor for the entire high school at the time. And she suggested doing like a seminar class where a teacher would be helping the kids with the college application piece, <clears throat> excuse me. And then she could pop in and help with that and, and be easier for her to get all of the seniors in a classroom setting and work with this teacher. And she asked me if I'd be interested in doing that because she thought it would be a good, you know, point for me because you know with the English background helping with all that you know with the essay stuff and all that so I said yeah that'd be that'd be cool I'd like to do that and that's how I wound up with this and so I've been doing that since then so about three years or four years now for that oh interesting yeah I I, I enjoy it it's a different it's a different thing it's 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 nice because I don't have all the massive amount of grading that I used to do as an English teacher um, but I do miss a lot of the cool stuff I used to do with the kids. Like, like the, we'd reenact like Shakespeare, like, you know, we'd do Julius Caesar. And like, I had the kids, I bought like all the fake blood and like the, the knives that would like, you know, slip back into the handles and like we did stabbing of Caesar and like a video it and there's blood everywhere. And like, it was, it was, we had a lot of fun with that. So we don't do that anymore. So, but I mean, it, it has its trade off. It's, it's cool. Right. And, and one last question, if you didn't mind. Um, no. Now, uh, but I want to say this correctly because it's going to sound rude. And I don't mean it that way. When when you are when you're a teacher, you're you're technically presenting the syllabus, correct? Like you're teaching them what the state wants you to teach them, right? 
Well, with, with the school that I'm, yes, that's true for most uh, schools, but the school that I teach at now um, is very, the, the principal at that school is very um, uh, open to allowing teachers to teach. And so they, she allows us to create our own syllabus um, or syllabi, I should say. And so um, we have a lot of free reign as long as we are uh, dealing with the standards that the state imposes on us. So it's nice. So I, I can create my own, my own syllabus and then actually like go from there. So it's nice. I have a lot of freedom. We all do. Well, and, and, and like I said, we're, we're leading up to, to the actual question was in the sense of being that you're presenting what the state wants you to present, like you're not necessarily creating the material unless you do create your own syllabus. Are you, would they be allowed to move you to say being a math teacher, even though you didn't major in math? No, only if it was like an extremely dire circumstance where they were like really, really like out, like they had no one to rely on. They could ask me um, if they had to. And that would be horrifying because I can add, subtract, multiply, divide, do fractions when it comes to cooking and figure out percentages when it comes to sales. That's it. (laughs) But you can't do calculus. Oh, God, no, that would be horrifying. So, (laughs) um so one of the things that the CDC was recommending, but I think it was for elementary schools. I'm hoping it was for elementary schools was keeping um, when reopening school, they were talking about like keeping a class with the same teacher all day. And I'm like, um, yeah, I can't teach all those subjects. So I'm thinking they probably were considering like if I had one class with me, like um, all periods, like maybe like they'd all be on like the computer or whatever. And then like say, so first period, maybe I'm actually teaching my class. And then like the kids I would have like normally like other sections up there with other teachers. So I might teach first period, you know, junior seminar. And so kids who are with other teachers would, would, would listen to me during first period for junior seminar, but then second period. So I still have my same kids that I had first period, but now they're doing math. So they might be logged in for, you know, the, 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 um, oh my God. Yeah. Well, physics, I don't know that science or math. Um, Well, they'd log in for like um, trigonometry. Yeah. They'd log in for trigonometry. If they had the trig teacher, see, I told you, Um, they'd log in for uh, algebra two or whatever. So I would just be facilitating then. So I, I don't see how this is going to work. I really don't. I just want to go back to the classroom. I, I, it's just, it's, it's easier that way. I'm not so worried, you know, about the virus, honestly. And, you know, they're talking about the social distancing and all that. And, like, I hug my kids all the time. And the juniors and seniors are 17, 18 years old. Like, I mean, that's just who I am and who they are. And I can't imagine going back to school and, like, we're all wearing masks and, like, don't touch me. I'm not going to be that person. I can't be that person. That's not who I am, you know. It's just not going to work. It's not going to fly. Right. At the end of the day, if people would just wash their hands after they (laughs) hug someone, wash their hands after they shake someone's hand or wash their hands after they're done eating or, you know, proper hygiene that you're supposed to learn, you know, this, this pandemic wouldn't even be that, that serious. If we all prop, if we all follow proper hygiene laws, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, you go to the bathroom, wash your damn hands. <laughs> that too. Yeah. Like, that's like, the point. Yeah. Like Carrie, uh, how many teachers can we not, you know, call them out on, but how many teachers do we know that used to come out of that oh. bathroom oh. and not wash oh. their hands? Oh, I, you know how many times it's right across the, the classroom for me, and I know it's 8 o'clock and we're ready for a break, but, like, real briefly, like, I'll go out and I'll, I'll wait to go to the bathroom. I knock on the door because it's like a single cell, single cell, <laughs> single stall. <laughs> um, so you wait, 
And, and so like, you know, you knock on the door and it's like, I wait. And then the person comes out and it's like, I didn't hear the sink. Like, you know what, dude or lady, like even if you're not going to wash your hands, you think you'd at least put, turn the sink on to pretend you washed your hands because I can hear that you didn't put the sink on. So you didn't wash your hands, you filthy pig. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> you filthy animal. Man, you want to lead us to the commercial break? <laughs> wow. With that, I'll do the intro shortly, but you're listening to Voice of the People USA Radio live on Shit Talk, I mean, blogtalkradio.com slash USA, and we will be right back. You are back on Voice of the People USA Radio, live on blogtalkradio.com slash B-O-P-U-S-A. Also on Fascist Book at Voice of the People USA Radio fan page. Like, follow, share, please, on Twitter at B-O-P-U-S-A Radio. Also, make sure to check out our website, B-O-P-U-S-A Radio.com, B-O-P-U-S-A Radio.com. I hear my own voice in the background. That's always so much fun. Remember, we have a slew of shows forthcoming. Make sure to keep up to date 
with everything at that fan page, also on the website. Make sure to check us out on podbean.com and whatever that link that Carrie knows that I do not know because I'm ignorant and stupid and don't care enough to freaking learn it because I'm not there full-time yet, so therefore I'll get to that. But Podbean is better than Blog Talk because Blog Talk sucks. You're welcome. With that, um, make sure to check us out on Podbean every Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Eastern, for the conversation with Carrie. And check out the VOP Network channel on Podbean. Two different variations of our multiverse on Podbean. You have the Voice to the People USA radio public page where you will find the politically driven conversations, podcasts, shows, whatever you want to call it. And then the second public channel is the VOP Network, which will have Carrie and Kevin's show and a slew of other shows forthcoming from all over the world. So check us out on Podbean. Download the app. It's free, and apparently we sound a lot better than we do on here. Go figure. And send us beans. Listen, I don't really I, – I really wasn't trying to push for donations. I just always wanted to say send me beans because there's something so funny about that. <laughs> send me beans. Send Agreed. me beans, please. We want beans. On Podbean, and very soon we'll be launching, launching, launching a newsletter that will be free to subscribe. And in that – You'll be able to sign up and keep up to date with all our specials, all our shows, forthcoming guests. June will be a very guest-heavy month for this show. Also launching, my guess is the first week of June, will be Voice of the People USA Radio the second (laughs) on Tuesday nights on Podbean. That'll be a special two-hour version of this show, new show, new format, different hosts, rotating cast. That'll be on Tuesday nights at 7 p.m. on Podbean, 7 to 9. And, of course, every Thursday for now, you can find us here on Blog Talk Radio for a three-hour show. And forthcoming, already launched one episode, next episode soon, The Uncensored Truth, hosted by Mike Jacobson, currently found on Blog Talk, will soon be converting to Podbean as well. With that, remember, remember, find us on Spotify, all Spotify. If you put in Voice of People USA Radio on Spotify, and three different things come up. Don't worry. Follow either of any of them. <laughs> either. Any of them. They're all us. Yeah. So you're good. Um, please give us a million listens so we can get 30 cents. Um, other than that, I think I covered it. Uh, you know, find us on iTunes, iHeartRadio, and every other where. Every other. I can't speak. It's been a long day with no sleep. Every other place podcasts are found. We exist. There you go. Now back to all of you. No sleep. How is that different for you any other day, Dan? You get like what, two hours of sleep, three hours of sleep a day? I know. Jeez. Three hours is pushing it. Um, wow. Usually two, but it's okay. Dan, it's okay. I just, I'm sorry to interrupt you. I just looked up Voice of the People USA Radio on Spotify, and there is only one. So that's just an update for you guys. Ooh. There's actually three, but one is, oh. yeah, don't worry about that. So whichever one comes up, it's good. Yeah, you're, you're you're good, man. It's it's all, all over right. the place. And also on Spreaker, Spreaker.com slash USA Radio. I will always promote Spreaker just because it's nostalgia for me. But yeah, <laughs> well, I'll, I'll explain the Spotify thing to you one day. As I always say, <laughs> we have control over one of them. So there you go. <sighs> Fun times. <laughs> dead air. Dead air. Dead air. You sound so happy, man. 
you sound so happy, Dan. Uh, so full of life. I'm always happy. And by by the way, by the way, because I've been asked about it enough, and because uh, you know it's just a thing to do, I will. I I'm guessing it's going to be Saturday night, but I will be doing a two or three hour podcast, and that will be launching. Let's do a vote. Should I do it on Podbean or should I do it on Spreaker? Quick vote. Flash poll. Podbean. Podbean? Podbean? Can I ask people to send me beans? Sorry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm really – I'm, I'm kidding. Anyway, okay. So I will be doing a, a podcast this weekend. We'll say Saturday. I'll go live, then I'll upload it. And I don't know a time. I never, I'll, I'll announce the time tomorrow, but – I am going to do it just because it's been about a month since I did my last solo podcast. I literally ran in for three hours all alone. You know how special that makes me. That makes me really special, like more special (laughs) than anyone because I cannot shut the fuck up consistently for three hours straight and keep talking and yelling and going on and on and never repeat myself. That takes talent. You're welcome. Okay, I'm kidding, everybody. But we well, definitely have to do Podbean uh, because then you can see how many people are listening. You need to see the statistics. Oh, well, well no, on Speaker, I was able to see in the chat room. Ah, well, you can do it on Podbean too. Well, I'll do it on Podbean. I'll do it on the Pod. Uh, I will. I would do it. I would do that on the Voice of People USA channel because you know damn well mine's going to be all political. So, and if anybody wants to experience a a wonderful feat of nature. Please listen to my my live podcast, and you'll be you'll too be impressed how I cannot shut up for three hours straight. Thank you. I'm done. <laughs> Podbean. The votes are coming in now via messenger. Podbean. Okay. Podbean wins. There you go. So why did everybody get all all quiet and shit? Oh, because I don't the know. boss is talking. We were we were listening yeah. to you, Danielson. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Danielson. Oh, I thank you all. Thank you all. You, you're so great. I love how you all listen. You don't answer group messages for shit, but at least you listen. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yes, I'm publicly shaming thread. you now. You I'm speak. not on the group thread. Not yet. I'll shit on you. Actually, you know what? He'll answer. <laughs> but it's okay. It's okay. I don't mind. Dave and Herbie should team up for a podcast together. I mean, cool. don't get me wrong. Is they, is Wazalewski still there? Probably not. Yeah, yeah, I'm still here. Oh. <laughs> you wow. know damn well. You another vote for Podbean, Wazzy, You know damn well we still have to do. Listen, I say it all the time, and and this is all joking aside. People think that I I like to be heard and hear myself talk all the time. It's actually quite the opposite. Again, I certainly didn't do this and get ridiculed and death threats and lose jobs and lose relationships just for a vanity project. I assure you I did not. So I actually don't like talking all the time. But I will say this. It is essential that me and Wazalewski do a podcast together because, let's face it, we worked together how many years ago? <laughs> like 2005 to 2009? Picture picture on the porch of that building across from, you know, where they all played in the wreck. <laughs> the, conversation, the conversations we had, imagine capturing that in audio. We could do that on the network because it won't be political. It'll just be wrong. And I assure you that has to happen. That has to happen. So I, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know if saying. people would really understand it. 
you know? Probably not, but it'd be funny. Hell yeah. I would definitely tune into that that, one. I want to hear that. It's wrong. Now, me and Herbie tried to do a podcast together once on Spreaker, and it boned us because Skype wasn't wasn't our friend that time. That was funny. Me and Herbie got to do one, and me and Wazlewski must do one. And then... Jesus Christ! I'm sitting here saying how I don't like to hear myself talk, but I'm just I'm just saying, hey, I'm going to do all these shows with all of you. That's great, you know. But it's so I'm easy not being with the Podbean. I swear, you don't even. But you don't even need the computer set up to do it on Podbean. Like, look at it last night. I just did it on the phone. Like, how easy was that? And it didn't sound bad. So nobody has an excuse. There you go. Oh, Dan always has an excuse mm. for something. That's right. Hey, shut your mouth, asshole. Anyway, so... And you wonder why he doesn't talk. God right? damn it, Dan. Unbelievable. I'm going to go back in my hole. He can talk no, when he responds shit. to messages. <laughs> so, no shit. I, so, I, I'm trying to talk a little more today, and I'm an essential employee. Yeah, That's right? You are an essential employee. Mm. Like, seriously, fucking Herbie. You you missed yeah. my, my, my rant last time, though, about essential employees. <laughs> Yeah, refresh your memory. About the the um how they're they're demanding that they should be getting the extra thirteen dollars an hour on top of their regular pay because people on unemployment are making six hundred extra. Mm-hmm. And I just I just couldn't believe it. It was so unbelievably ridiculous. Don't get me wrong, I support hazard pay. I really truly do. But you know they, they they're not understanding that a lot of people on unemployment haven't even got a check yet. Yeah. And just because, like, okay, you're you're on unemployment making six hundred dollars a week. Like I said, what if you carry it went on unemployment? You make a lot more than six hundred dollars a week, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I do. I mean, unemployment. Yeah, I mean, while some people are definitely slipping through the cracks and prospering on unemployment, some people are not able to pay their bills with what they get on unemployment because they were living right. off of two thousand dollars a week. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, it's crazy. No, you know, no offense to you, Dave. Obviously, I'm not even sure what you do. But I just don't see why an employer would pay anybody an additional $13 an hour on top of their salary for doing the job, regardless of what the job is. What do you do, Dave? Uh, well. <laughs> <laughs> I think you said you worked in an hour, correct? You don't have to answer. So, I, so like, I, I'm a jack of many trades. Um, gotcha. Yes, you are. So I, I so I work with at risk youth from the ages of sixteen to twenty four for uh Jesus. for the uh I know for the Department of Labor. So we train <laughs> at risk oh, youth. I'm getting a picture. I'm getting a picture. I got you. Wow, definitely God bless. He's being you. honest. He's you being honest. Being yeah. Honest. I'm uh, getting it. I got you. So we train at risk youth. We give them. Mm-hmm. An opportunity to either get a GED or high school diploma. Get their shit together. Uh huh. Yes, and then we offer several different trades. So things from uh, UAW, which is the United Auto Workers Association. Yeah. We train them how to drive heavy truck. We train students how to do CNA. Uh, we have tile setting students. Oh wow. We. We teach them how to weld. Oh, shit. So we teach a variety of trades, yes. Yeah, excellent ones. Yeah, definitely. Which one do you teach? I'm in charge of the dorms where they live. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> so right now oh, I'm not boy. a residential person. I am a teacher. No offense, Carrie. But it no, fucking no, sucks. my God. Oh fuck, no, you must if you're doing the dorming thing, like holy shit, like you wow, that is that's hardcore because you're dealing with the kids when they're Yeah, no, right. I get that. Wow. There was a Dave, school you went to the dark um, side of teaching. Oh my god. Yeah, there there was a school called Saint Mike's School for Boys, uh near where I grew up. And that was this sounds a lot like what you're talking about. Holy shit. Yeah, no, I get it. Wow. Damn. Yeah, so Dan so Dan, my teaching classes are pretty interesting. <laughs> you know? Wow. I'm teaching so that's had a salmon fish and I, I, I like I have no <laughs> clue what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> the Terminator <laughs> looks down on you and smiles. <laughs> he does. Did you say how to you know who fish? I am? Yes. Well, you know who I fish. am? <laughs> Are you a big fisherman, Dave? Absolutely. That's awesome. Have you, ever fished, have you fished for salmon? Salmon, steelhead, browns, yeah, Lake Ontario. Yep. Nice. I've always wanted to go fishing for salmon. I've never gotten a chance to. Yeah, me neither. So what, where, are you, where are you at in New York? I am uh, up in um, Orange County. Oh, okay. Right, right you, on the border. Of... Right on the border of uh, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Oh, okay. Kirby and I are so not. Have you uh, ever heard of? Part. No. Oh, really? Have you ever heard of Pulaski, New York? Yes. Pulaski Highway. Mm, no, I've heard of Pulaski, Pulaski, New York. Highway. Pulaski Highway. Yeah, not no, I've heard of both. Pulaski. Oh, okay. Are you talking about Pulaski oh. or Pulaski? Yeah, which one? Pulaski. Yeah, Pulaski. Okay. There's so a Pulaski, Pulaski. Water, Pulaski. Watertown in Syracuse. Oh, okay, yeah. Watertown, there, yeah, right yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Watertown, yeah. yeah. They get like the most yeah. snow every year. Yes. Yeah, so... So I, yeah, I actually grew right up on, on the They're Salmon on River in Pulaski. Oh. Wow. I'm I'm looking at it right now. That's awesome. That's that's way up on Lake Ontario, right? Yeah, geez. Yeah, right. because Water, Watertown's right by the uh, border, I think, of Canada. Yeah. Yeah, it is. That's way up go. there, yeah. That's pretty cool. I actually thought about moving up there, to be honest with you. Rent is cheap as hell, and I love the lake effect snow. Yeah. Well, shit, I love the finger I'll, I'll leaks. Not too far. I'm just not gonna yeah. work. C- come on up. You, you can uh, you can you can rent a room off of me. And you can fish. Well, I'll buy it. I'll make some all, money. Let, let's all move towards the finger lakes. Uh, we'll, we'll all get a place together, and like we can like make like we can like work at like one of like the wineries or one of like the breweries or the, the distilleries or something like that. We can definitely you would that. Out we go. Oh my god! Yeah. Them. Are you kidding me? And then we can like fish on the lakes and everything else. And then they're, oh, come you on. You would let's be do drunk that. every day. Well, duh. But I would wait at least until, I mean, I would, I would do the tasting room. I could wait till the end, you know? I mean, that'd be uh, awesome. Uh, what come if the on. tasting room had I mean, Harrison Ford? at Cayuga Lake? Oh. oh, my God. Cayuga's gorgeous. First off, if oh. Harrison Ford was there, all bets are off. <laughs> but secondly, all of the lakes, they're all gorgeous. And then there's Watkins Glen. And I mean, and then you got the, the oh. I mean, it's, it's, it's so many awesome things there. It'd be great. Sorry. It is a nice area. It is really nice yeah, it is. that way. Very nice. <sighs> but I remember, so, I remember so Dave, you used to have your. No, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. 
No, no, well, no. I was, no, I was, talking, about your, your, I was talking about your, your desk you used to have all the Harrison Ford, Ford pictures. Up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I'm, I, I am still a fan. I still am in love with that man. Um, actually, Charming bought me an amazing birthday present one year. Um, he wasn't even my student anymore. And I was out in my classroom, and, and he, he snuck this in there, and I still have it. It's, it's, it's in my uh, office that I haven't been to in, like, months. But um, I, I walked back into my office, and there was a full cutout of Harrison Ford as Han Solo in Star Wars A New Hope, like, with the, like where he's, like, you know, when, like, they're, they're taking off the Millennium Falcon from um, mm-hmm. uh, Tatooine, and he, like, he, he, yeah. like, he, he, yeah. like, he bends down, and he's, like, shooting. And I walk in, and there he is, like that, like the full, like the full size cutout. And I screamed, and my entire class is like, "What is going out. on?" And I'm just like, "Oh my god!" And I'm like, I'm all over it. Just picture me with it on Facebook. I'm like, "Oh my god!" It was so in love. Such a plan to get that. Damn yeah, it was awesome. In that damn office. <laughs> all right. It was such a plan. All right. Apparently, another teacher that is not even part of our circle was involved, and then she like it was such a plan. Uh, but it, I'm uh, so glad it worked out. I gotta get you a new one. I gotta get you the up, the updated one. Uh, yep, I'm still in love with him. Still Star Wars fan. The original trilogy, though, mostly. Uh, the other ones are okay, but actually, I'm wearing a a t-shirt right now as we speak. The the solo the the solo story the Han Solo story the movie I just thought it was pretty well done I I liked it I'm sorry this is totally not what this whole podcast is supposed to be about Wow sorry we totally digress off of what it was supposed to be about I apologize yeah. Before we get back to track a little fun fact Carrie one time gave me a zero for a whole week because I called Harrison Ford gay True story <laughs> <laughs> I did True story True story. True story. I did, but I I changed it though. Yeah, but I made him sweat. <laughs> she did. She did. But I was. I'm I one was of those so, teachers. Uh, I was like, damn. I also kicked you out of my room for a whole week when you she were cutting music me. class. She banished me. It wasn't a whole week. It was for the rest of the year. That was like six months. She but banished me. That was just the library, and it wasn't my class. It was just the library. I wasn't even. I wasn't even allowed to go to the third floor. Like her minions <laughs> would stop me from even going to the third floor. My minions, was. one of my minions turned out to be your girlfriend. Just saying for a while. The- <laughs> FYI, <laughs> on Facebook, you you were using my back office to have sex with your wife. Like ew. Oh. Yeah, oh, but you wasn't there. Kevin, did you know he that? No, there. I didn't even tell Kevin that. No, it doesn't matter. No, you were sex there. in the back he office. He wasn't there. Ew. Luckily. He Ew. wasn't working there no more. It was it was no, it doesn't matter. And Marzo, Marzo, I'm absolutely jealous. Nice job. <laughs> oh, it was literally before first period too. It was really great. It was like oh, it was in the morning. Moment. Oh. Pure morning before first period started. It was great. It was it was awesome. It was best. Really, right, so I wasn't no there nooners? that day at all because I'm always there early. So oh. no, you no you no you wasn't there. You was out with Nieves and the kids somewhere. That was why oh, I thought Jesus. about it. And my only oh, problem God. was Tracy because Marzo had to remember he was part time in in his college. He used to work for a college mm-hmm. something like that. So yeah, but he, he wasn't, wasn't there then. No, when he was teaching oh. already. Yeah, well, well, yeah. well, well. Either way, he wasn't there. But anyway, you had sex in my office. <laughs> it was in the back. It was near Han Solo. Oh. Where Han Solo is. Good boy. Oh. Good boy. Oh. You had sex in the office. <laughs> well, Good yes, boy. but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what I said. I was like, first of all, I know. I know you guys have have broken into that office way more uh, than I did. Like. Uh. <laughs> 
Whatever God. Yeah. <laughs> so, again, we digress. This is not what this podcast is supposed to be about. We're supposed to be all political. We have not been political in a oh. while. <laughs> Oh no! I told Dan. I told Dan last last night that I was gonna. It was gonna be different. Poor Dan. He's like, you know what? I've muted myself. <laughs> I'm not coming back on at all. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, this is the Aww. best part about politics talks. When you get to the last forty five. When minutes, you when you, you say my name. Uh oh. When you say my name, <laughs> you it it's like conjuring a demon. We're conjuring a demon. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Herbie's leaving. Oh, I know. I'm Herbie. sorry, Herbie. But you, you come it's back okay. next time and talk more. Oh, I'll be back on next week. Awesome. That's a pinky. And don't worry. Soon you can find Herbie's podcast at. Oh, that dead air was intentional. Anyway. Oh, oh <laughs> at, at Voice of the People, usradio.podbean.com. Yeah, she tried to save Super excited to listen to it. Super wow. excited to listen to it. I'll talk to you guys you, later. You, All right, Herbie. Awesome having you. Like, like Dan. You too, Dan. Is Dan is Dan the only yeller in the in the group? Well, pretty much until you started suggesting that you stopped having a presidential election, and then I lost my shit. But you know. Oh yeah, <laughs> yo, man. <laughs> Woo, remember that? That was great. No. <laughs> Just so you know, I mean, Mike tries yelling too, but it just sounds weird when he does it. Well, what about Dave? Yeah, Dave, do like... you yell ever? No. Never. But, no. Come on, Mom Dave. taught me better than that. No, no. <laughs> Mom taught me better. I know Harlem Squirrel Dave, isn't a yeller. No, listen, no. listen. When I do, when I do solo podcasts, Wazowski will come on there in the chat room and like text me and message me and cheer me on to keep yelling and then make perverse comments. So, listen, he definitely roots it on. Yeah. And I don't mind. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I can't help it. Flat earth, if we get into a flat earth conversation, trust me, you'll see some yelling out. I mean, you'll hear some yelling out. Why would anybody want to have a fucking flat earth conversation? I don't know. I don't know. But apparently that's like the thing that people love to talk about. Only like if you're a idiot. It's yeah, right? that one guy that will go, yeah, but what if it is flat? Like, no, there is no what if. Like, it's round. And and, no... and the moon landing was fake. Oh. <laughs> you, know, you know what's funny? I had to look up why people thought that was fake, because I didn't really understand. And then I, so tell me, the why do they think it was fake? So people think it's fake for one because when they put the flag down, apparently it waves, and then space supposed to have no, no, like you're not supposed to, things are not supposed to float in space. But then you forget the mm-hmm. first law of physics: things in motion stay in motion. So right. if I throw a ball in space, it's gonna go on forever. It's never gonna drop. Right. And then there's another thing about shadows. There's apparently a shadow of the flag or something, and in space it's all dark. You're not supposed to have a shadow. But when the sun is and there's there's the light side of the moon. Hello, that's like the, oh apparently God. the the sun doesn't affect the moon. You know, <sighs> it doesn't reach it doesn't reach the moon. It only reaches Earth. As oh, it okay. Through the moon, it's, I don't know. Again, this is this is this is what Holy I'm dealing fuck. with. This is, what? Yeah, right. Jesus. Yeah. Oh Christ. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 
apparently the moon, I mean, the sun rays, their rays only touch the earth and not the moon. Where'd you, so apparently yeah, the where'd dark hear, side where, of the moon. Where'd you hear that, CNN? No, worse, YouTube. Well, because if you're wearing pants, the sun doesn't touch the moon, but if you're not. Nice, nice. Good to know that Harlem is still there. Okay. <laughs> I didn't even hear him. What he said, it like broke up. He said, backwards. if you're wearing pants, the, the, the sun doesn't touch the moon, so. Uh. <laughs> it's so, oh my God, it's so emboggling. Like, they had this real thing about how um, Spielberg, like, directed the moon landing oh in come Hollywood on in 1969 all. spielberg directed the moon like, landing come on i was like damn come on guys uh, jaws was amazing you know yes <laughs> he didn't have that <clears throat> much juice like he didn't know like, i was like you guys are you guys are insane but this is but this is the world that we live in now now we have the freedom of to to question everything the freedom of idiocy nobody oh yeah you know like it's so i don't know i don't it's, a lot of people think that the moon landing was staged, but you got to see the, like the bloopers. There's like a reel that I've seen on Twitter where they the the astronauts are falling down on the moon, like legitimately oh, falling down and trying yeah. to get back up. Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty oh, funny. And really? I don't know. I, it would be yeah. pretty difficult to uh, to fake, fake that. that. I mean, I'm sure you could, yeah. but that makes <laughs> it feel a little bit more real. You got to see the the screw up where they they fall down and then they're like trying to get back up, and it, it's pretty funny. I'm going to so find that. I'm going to send it to Charming now. Was that shown on live? Like, did, did people see those bloopers, like, on live TV when it happened? No. No. Oh, that's, so, that's so annoying. I wonder why. Like, so, like, I wonder what's really, like, they really don't show anything. Like, I wonder what was really shown in the moon landing. Was it just, like, the, the rocket, right? And then they trying we to make saw, like... Uh, you know, you know, America is the best because, in, I mean, in 1969, right? There's no internet. There's no way for you to check anything. It's just whatever's coming to you through yeah. the TV or your newspaper. So it's got to be like polished and, and all that. So, I mean, whatever uh-huh. America saw, it was quite delayed. I mean, I don't know if the delay was hours or days, but you know, it wasn't. It wasn't like a Twitch stream. I'll say that much. No one here was around during the movement. <laughs> We gotta find old Twitch people. stream. Can we talk or about Twitch, Twitch for a second? Jesus yes. Christ! Sorry, I didn't mean to take the the dude, the invisible dude's name in vain. Um, my God! So Kevin showed me Twitch. I, I know what it is, and I've never really looked at it. He showed me to. I, I watched a woman streaming herself trying unsuccessfully to put together furniture for. I don't know. It was an interminably long time with two dogs and she must've been doing it for, I don't know how long she was doing it for two, three hours at that point, Kevin. I don't remember. And she had like, I don't yeah, know, 10, 20. Yeah. She had like thousands of people watching her. I'm like, why are thousands of people watching this woman stumble through trying to put together some Ikea furniture? And, and yeah, then, then we watched, she was in like stripper clothes and like all hot and sexy or anything either. Oh yeah. No, she wasn't. Oh, yeah. She had like sweatpants and a t-shirt on, and and her like she she was in quarantine clothes. She looked terrible. And then like uh, there was like a couple who were like cooking, and then and like we caught the end of it. Like so they were like live streaming and they were just like you know they were at the end of it like you know talking about what they had cooked and they had been on for like two hours and they had like twenty thousand people had been watching them and were donating. Then we saw like two different people that were playing piano music and taking requests. And if you spent like a dollar, she'd play like a song for you. And I'm like, what? I could 
do this? Why are we not doing this, Dan? We could be doing this on Twitch and people be like, hey, talk about this. I'll give you a dollar. Like, this is insane. Like, what the hell? And, and the fact that people are watching, thousands of people are watching people just sitting there like, doing stupid shit boggles my mind. And we were one of the, we mm-hmm. were two of them. Like I just like, we were sitting there watching this going like, and I just sat there with my mouth hanging over for probably five minutes watching people doing stupid shit. I'm like, what the fuck? People watch these people doing this? And then they were engaging them in the chat room and talking about like, oh, you should try this. You should do that. Are people that bored? Do people really have that little of a life that they do that? Please talk to me. You know, it's like, it's like when I, when I first started doing podcasting, I, I, I remember I saw one of my, uh, when I was a, when I was still a para, I saw one of my students watching a YouTube video of a boy playing with toys. And I'm watching him, and I'm watching him for the entire period as he's watching this boy play with toys. Mm-hmm. And I go, and I ask him, I'm like, hey, do you have those toys at home? He goes, I have all these toys. So I'm like, so why don't you play with them? Like, why are you watching another man play with the toys that you have? Like, what? Like, that doesn't make sense to me. Like, it's different. Like, if I watch someone play Call of Duty because I'm trying to learn something, I'm not going to watch someone play with my right. He-Man toy and my, <laughs> my Little Pony toy and make their own little story. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, it's really moronic. Well- Oh, I saw some kids were, like, actually making money. Like, there's, like, little kids who are, like, playing with toys, like, unboxing toys, and they're, like, making, like, like mm-hmm. thousands of dollars they because they're, like... sponsorships from Toys R Us. Yeah! Or toys or, what yeah. the hell? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ugh. And you sit there for 10 minutes and while, like, while a kid tells you, what? So that's a free market, baby. Yeah, it is the free market. And it's so, like... And it's, again, like, it's cool. Like, you know, like, your hustle's your hustle's your hustle, right? But mm-hmm. then you give people like that, right? Like, we've seen, like, I've grown, like, I've grown up in the age of, of the, the YouTube era, right? So I've grown mm-hmm. up with a bunch of YouTubers that started off making easy money just, 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 just like them. Now, where are 80% of the YouTubers that started, that started YouTube? They're not even famous anymore. You know, Niga Higa, Kev Jumba, all these people that were the forefathers of YouTube being what what YouTube is now, they're not they're not successful because they just you know they only learned the trend. You know, they didn't they don't have anything like concrete to build on. You know, they don't have anything like your channel is nothing. You know, it's just it's a also, constant of this. It's also what? Seen, if that's your full time job, it's really tiring. Like you're you're doing this. You're spending. You're not. You're not just doing this eight hours a day. You're doing this like twelve, thirteen, fourteen hours a day. If you're doing mm-hmm. that, yeah, it's really tiring. You're so it's it's hard to sustain that, you know. Yeah, a hundred percent. It's extremely tiring, and I can't. I and I wouldn't. I I wouldn't understand how. Like, because like if you watch everybody that's on media, like a media sensation, like like radio host, you know, there's not a radio or a podcast host that I listen to that tells me. You don't have to just do one thing. You shouldn't just do one thing, you know? Like you shouldn't like if you're doing a podcast, you shouldn't you shouldn't just be a be a podcast. If you're you know, like like all like all of us, we all have regular jobs, you know, we all have things you know, these are these are supplemental in, incomes. Well, not yet, but it will be. Right? You know, where we where we get to take a break from this world, you know, and then we get to do something else, you know? Where the comments are not too draggy or 
you know, the chaos of making an episode is not too stressful, you know? So I just feel like... We, we enjoy it, I, yeah. Yeah, exactly. We we enjoy it more rather than seeing a bunch of um, social media people just get burned out and go, yeah, I don't want I don't want to do social media no more. You know, it's too much. It's too much hate or too much negativity. You know, that's true. And I think I I just think that's what comes with all the stupid stuff that we see on YouTube, right? Like <laughs> all the like you know the people that do unboxing IKEA furniture and playing with toys. Like it's <laughs> like we like. I don't know. I would never see any of those people making money in the 90s, you know? And that's what makes me really think about it, you know? Like, yeah. in the 90s, if we didn't have internet, how are you going to make money in this generation? How are you going to take care of your family? Me, yeah, I'm no, I agree. Rent. Yeah. <laughs> my my <laughs> mild, little, tiny Dan, Dan rant. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, so I'm so glad that you, that you got into um, Twitch. Do you guys only watch the silly things on Twitch, or you guys check out more things? Oh. It's, it's like a, a lot is on there. So, Kevin, do you want to answer that about how we are into Twitch? Cool. Kevin? Kevin? Not, not, not sure what you're, what you're suggesting. I'm <laughs> suggesting that we are not actually into Twitch. <laughs> we... We, he showed me that one thing, and I was like, what the fuck is this bullshit? And I was appalled by it, and we haven't watched it since. <laughs> However, like, I am I, I want to be like, well, let's, let's just do that and make some money. <laughs> but I also am not just about making money. Like, I am I, just enjoying what we're doing now. Um, and and I, I like being able to talk and, and have conversations. But it would be nice to make some money. Yes, thank you, Dan. I do agree with that. <laughs> Yeah. So, so you know, we've we've conjured the demon again, and so he's come saying. back. And you do have that deep voice; is rather Lucifer-like. Mm-hmm. Elias, you or sorry, <clears throat> charming. You watched Lucifer, right? You've seen the show, right? Oh yeah, yeah. See, so, so of the show, Dan the hasn't. Guy. Yeah, Dan hasn't watched it, so he's gonna watch it. But yeah, I mean, like, it, it would be nice. And I just, and it just, it's, and again, it's not about the money. It's, it's about the information, and it's about you know putting our opinion out there and like, and and like igniting a conversation. But at the same time, I'm watching these idiots out there doing stupid fucking shit and getting money for it. I'm like, really? So like, I feel like there's that that you know venue that there's that opportunity. So. I don't know. Maybe I'm just talking out my mouth. I don't know. I agree. Well, well let me ask you. So let's say, how would you guys feel morally about opening a Twitch account and unboxing things, like doing like what that what that girl did? Like, would you guys feel morally okay with making money like like that? I said to Kevin, we we're ahead, gonna. St- yeah, we're going to start video streaming soon because we really have to really starting in June incorporating that oh, into no. what we're doing for a lot of reasons. I didn't mean much like video streaming, but I mean like let's say if like um, Dan buys a new couch, you know, you have to put it together even though that's uh, impossible. But, you know, would you do a Twitch video about that and would you feel morally okay with that, you know? Or would you be like, you know, like about the kid, like 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 the show that my, that my kid watched, that boy – playing with toys like would you be morally okay with making money like 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 that you know because me personally i can't see myself doing that on a you know like i won't like i i, I can't see myself being the guy that unboxes ikea furniture you know yeah no like, that's lame i will go insane yeah i'll go insane like even if i have too much dollars. integrity to do stupid shit right yeah. exactly 
<clears throat> like, even if I make a million dollars, like, I wouldn't even feel proud about that million dollars. Because it's like, one, money is the most easiest thing you can ever gain in this world, you know, aside from breathing and, and, taking, a, and taking a crap. So I'm going to make money by just doing that. I don't know. I, I wouldn't feel happy with that either. Right. Like, Agreed. I would be like, this Agreed. is silly. Right. But um, but yeah, that's just how the world works now, right? You have pranksters, you know. Um, oh, you know, I just saw that video about the New York, about that dude that spoiled, um, that he dropped like spoiled milk all over the train as a prank. How did how did y'all feel about that? Is that the one? Is that the one with the cereal too, or some shit like that? that he like dumped all over. Yeah, 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 yeah. In the train station, like, and he had like a mask, and he was supposed to be like a yeah, prank. Yeah, he's a like, fucking asshole. That's not a prank. That, that's yeah. being a stupid fucking asshole and he should get arrested and then he should have to be like clean all the fucking trains for like a goddamn month. Oh, I'll say for them until this whole pandemic's over. Mm. Um, we should I get all the people like that are assholes. Yeah, I, I find that so crazy, right? Like how it's just like really like how people just like now on things, pranks like, like that are now like, oh man, I'm going to do this just so I can get views, you know? Even though it's gonna yeah. mess up everybody's day, it's gonna I'm gonna is people gonna smell like chunky milk, you know? But I'm gonna get views though. Like I find that so like but, Amer- like people are so selfish now. Yeah, and I think that's part of the reason why I think Dan and and, and Dan stop me if I'm like if I'm saying the wrong thing, as I don't presume to speak for you. But I think that's one of the things that has kept um, Dan back from stuff, and and because you, know, you you don't want to put yourself in the same like pot as these assholes and you know you want to be taken serious and you want Correct. you want people to believe you you know and and so when you start like you know you know you know speaking about things that 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 are important to you um and and like i've always said this like i don't i i didn't go into teaching to make money nobody goes into teaching to make money um winding up in new york city i i happened to wind up being able to make decent money but i've been teaching for 20 seven years and so yeah. i mean you know after a while i mean and, and i and i have a whole fuck ton of graduate credits beyond a master's degree too i mean so that i mean that's a lot yeah. you know what i mean and and so but i didn't do that for the money i mean i did it because i love you know what i do and and so when you love what you do the money shouldn't matter and uh, but it's just like it, you, at the same time you get annoyed when you see people doing stupid shit and and making money and you're like wait what and it's just it it just it it's like it to use like a, a southern you know phrase it sticks in your craw you know what I mean it's like what what the fuck this is bullshit and so I know you, you get kind of torn both ways I think I don't Dan you know step in and correct me and 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 you know put me back in my place no you're right if I I had a chance to sell out back in 2007 when I held my first rally when it was very unpopular to do and the uh, PA um, Republican committee told me right before my second rally that I should talk about this and talk about this and they'll get me everywhere I want to go and I can make money doing this. And I thought it was like, Oh wow, how cool. And then I asked myself like, wait a minute, did you really just tell me what I should and shouldn't talk about? And mm-hmm. I never disclosed this. I could have made about 125,000 a year right at the age of 23. And I went up there while he was there at the Scranton rally. He was right there. And, you know, I said that gentleman right there is from the Pennsylvania Republican Party. And I said, he told me that I should talk about this and I can go here and I can go there. And I said, 
what do you all think? And some people clapped, some people were silent. At this point, it was only the second rally. And I said, what I think? I said, he can go fuck himself. And I said, and then to you in the media, you can go fuck yourself. And I went down the whole list of people telling him off. And that's when I made my bed. And he told me I'll never get anywhere. And I said, you know what? The people that showed up and the people that were involved mattered more to me and the integrity of what we were doing rather than be a piece Mm -hmm. of shit, sellout hypocrite. And Mm -hmm. that's what I will never do. So considering, yeah, all joking aside, we've been in this game long before it was ever popular, long before it was cool. I told off a producer on live terrestrial radio, for Christ's sake, on the air, decided doing that shit. And it's not like, oh, look at me, how great I am. It's called never losing sight of integrity and never selling out and never whoring yourself and being true to yourself. So if we're going to do it, it would be nice to make money to recoup the, the, you know, the, the amount of money that's spent every month going into this. But at the same time, it's a labor of love, and I believe in what we're doing. So it's it's worth it to me. So if we are ever able to recoup that, great. If we're ever able to get donations because people believe in what we do, great. But will I will I subject us to the annals of pathetic, you know, self-disrespect? <laughs> you know, no, I won't. There's, there's a right way and a wrong way, and I will not be the asshole in the room like everybody else. We will continue to pave our own path and be unique as compared to others because we've been around a hell of a long time, but we're still new to this world, basically, because the old way is the unique way, is the different way, because there's not many out there like that, unfortunately. But, right. again, there's something to be said for doing it the righteous way and not having to hang your head in shame knowing you sold out to anyone or anything. And I think there's a lot, there's a lot there with that. And that's, I, I could go off on that one as well for a very long time, but I just think, you know, would it be nice? Of course, but we're only going to do it in the right format or no format at all. That's how I look at it. Right. No. And I agree. And and, and I love that you have that vision and, that's something that has, that has drawn me to this. And that's why I support you in that. And I think that's also why charming feels the same way. I mean, it's, 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 and again, and I've said so many times that even though um, you and I don't have necessarily the same political views, it doesn't matter because we respect each other and we have a conversation. And I think that's, what's really amazing. We can all draw very different audiences for different reasons. And, And if we can have people who, want to mm-hmm. hear all sides, that's great. I want, I want to hear everything. I want to hear what you have to say. I, I want to believe that our leaders, whoever they are, Trump or whoever, that they, they have a better plan and I just don't see it. And I just, you know, I, I want to believe that and I'm hoping to see that. And, and I, I hope that other people can see both sides too. And that's great. And that's why I think even the variation of having the network with a whole variety of shows, having the political channel, it's about being more than just similar to something else. It's about being something different. I'd be selling out if I said that I don't ever say this is mine, 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 mine. Did I start it? Yes. Is my vision? Yes. Is it something to work on? Yes. Am I, have I invested countless thousands and thousands of dollars? Yes, I have. And I don't regret a damn part of it. I don't regret the growing pains. I don't regret any of it because it's worth it to me because I don't want to be like anyone else. I want to be something different. And when I say I, I mean me as in this network, this group, this show, this series of shows, this brand needs to be different and will be different because, well, quite frankly, we were born different and we're going to remain that way. 
because I want a one-stop shop for people to go to where they could hear every side. They could hear all sides come together. They could hear, you know, you want to hear raging conservative ranting? You could hear it. You want to hear raging leftist ranting? You could hear it. You want to hear a place where we could all come together weekly and talk about everything like adults and actually bring some relevance to a conversation rather than typical bullshit? You're going to hear it. If you want to hear people talking about social issues, TVs, books, um, alternative viewpoints, music, you're going to be able to hear it. I want this to be a place where people are free to come and actually join a community and be a part of a community where free speech, free speech truly thrives. And nobody is held back. And nobody is dictated to or told what they can and can't say. People say that, but they are not about that. That's what this is. I want an alternative because there was no alternative there for us. There was no alternative there for me way back in the day. There was none of that. Had to find it, make our own little path, and we didn't do anything revolutionary, but damn it, we were different. Our first show on Blog Talk Radio, yes, Blog Talk Radio in 2009, had over 1 million listeners, and nobody wow. even knew what the hell it was, all right? And it was simply because it was controversial because, you know, what we did on the actual radio radio, right? But regardless, we broke barriers back then because it, and it wasn't a big thing, you know? But it was big to me because it was different. It was unique. It was different from the pack, and that's what this needs to remain, and that's what it will always remain. So that's why I started this. I want a place where everybody can come and take part in something truly different, truly unique, and is as advertised. That's what the vision is behind this. That's, this, this started from passion. This started from a desire to never conform and to always be different. We were out there holding our rallies and getting threats and attacks and everything in the world before there was a tea party. Eric Odom, who held the first ever Tea Party rally, was messaging me nine months before asking how we organized so many rallies in so many states and this and that. And I helped him out. And did I ever want credit for it? No. He went on and made millions of people, millions of dollars lying to people and deceiving people. That's, his, that's what he did, all right? And that's his prerogative. So be it. I don't care because I was all about the activism, all about people coming together. And we took that and incorporated that in a different form, in a different fashion. And now we kind of bring it all together. I want this to be what it was always destined to be. And it's not an easy, it's, it's, there's no easy way of getting there. It took time and it took perseverance and it's still far from perfect, but it's in the best shape it's ever been. And I'm proud of that fact. And the more that we're censored on forums like this, the more it inspires and motivates to find alternative platforms like a Podbean, like maybe a Live 365 or an Airtime Pro or a Citrus, you know, it, it doesn't matter. Whatever it is, We'll find a way to be heard, and people will come. And the more they censor, it's because you're striking a nerve. It's not because you're going against the the popular narrative of the day. It's because you are striking a nerve because you have diverse audiences. You have diverse people listening. You have diverse people tuning in. I'm proud of that fact because we don't have – yes, we're – you know, I've got us on distribution channels, and in June we're going to be pushed by a whole bunch of different – I don't want to talk about it yet because it's going to be kind of a big announcement thing. But regardless, we're going to be pushed by a lot of different people, and we're going to have the sponsorships finally. And people think sponsorships come overnight. No, it took years and years and years to earn that. And I'm, and I'm proud of that fact, not because we're going to make money off of it, because quite honestly, when we start having radio hosts doing their own things and have their own followings and their own programs, we start actually paying hosts and actually giving them their their 
you know, their sponsorship part. Actually start providing a service where not only are you free to come here and be a part of something, but you're going to get compensated for your time and not have your money stolen from you like other platforms such as what we're on right now. It's about creating a viable alternative to what's out there, a viable alternative to what the, the two similar crap you find online, the two similar crap you find on radio, something different, something unique, something that in my eyes is exceptional and other people might think it's absolute shit and hate it, and that's cool. And to me, this is a passion play. It comes from an honest place, not a place where I want to get rich. If I wanted to get rich, I would have sold out years ago. I would have sold this radio station out years ago. I would have sold the group out years ago, you know, and cash in, made my, made my bank, and go away, right? But we never did that because it's about something bigger, something greater than and there's my little rant, but I, I believe in what we do, and I believe in why this exists. And I'm sorry, I'm not an egotistical person, but God damn it, I believe in my drive and perseverance and dedication to get, ev- not me, everyone, the whole, to that point, because it's time. And there you go. And I, and I appreciate the, the contribution and the partnership of everybody and people getting involved and being active and, and actually showing they care and want to be a part of it. And, you know, some come, some go, whatever it may be. But if the passion and the desire is there to not just get rich quick, but to actually do it for the right reasons, then you always have a home here. And those are the people that I want to work with. You know, it's cool that the person who inspired me when I was in high school is now doing this show with me. You know, (laughs) I think that's awesome. Something like that means a lot to me. And I say this sincerely. Things like that matter to me because there's, it, it's who would have thought back then, you know, that this would have been the case so many years later, right? Definitely. But it's cool how shit goes full circle. You know, you remember, you remember what, what motivated you back then. You remember what prompted you to be the person that you are and what made you into who you are to, to defy, to fight, to be different, to be unique, whatever it is. You know, and now all these years later, you know, here we are brought back together in this form. And it means a lot to me that you would get involved with this and take such an active role in this because it's something that you actually are passionate about. And that's cool. And that's what I mean. People who are passionate about this and are sincere with their intentions will have a place here. You know, I, again, we're talking, right. we're talking to a host from Asia who literally is going to do a, essentially bring on multiple musicians and do a variety show because we have a large audience from the Philippines. We have a large audience, I say this all the time, from South Korea, from um, Hong Kong, from Taiwan, from Thailand, right? And that's just that's the Asian side. We have a that's lot cool. of people in Japan. And, but these are things that they like, and they, but they, want, they don't want to do their own. They have an opportunity to do something on a different platform. And instead, they're going to bring it here because they believe in the honesty of it. There's no problem. Right. It's not like I'm telling you, hey, I'm going to pay you for this. I'm going to give you this. I'm going to give you that. I'm like, hmm. no, I'm going to give you what you earn, and you're going to have a place to be heard. And a lot of people will tune in because you're not going to be restricted. And that audience is there, and it's built in, and it's unique, and it's different. And, again, it's artistic expression. It's mm-hmm. free speech, free, it's free, 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 liberty not just politically, but liberty across the world, freedom to be yourself and to actually engage an audience and to take part in something that was done for the right reason. That's, that's my whole thing. So 
I didn't mean to talk that much, and I know we're at the end, but regardless, I I just I had to close it out like that. I hope I didn't ramble too much and it made sense, but you know my feelings, and I, I'm very passionate about this, and I will always be passionate about this, and I will never stop believing in this or pushing for this because it's too important now more than ever. In the age of censorship, it is more important than ever. And I don't want to be just another asshole on YouTube, another asshole on Twitch, another asshole on whatever. No, 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 no. We're going to be an alternative to that. And it can be done, and it will be done. And I believe there's a big market for it because people respect people who are sincere and real, Mm -hmm. true to themselves and true to their audience. And that will always sell, and it comes back around. So it's going to be worthwhile. So, okay. I talk, no, I, I, I agree. Spoke, I spoke a lot, and I know it's, it's closing show, closing time. I I didn't really intend to talk that that whole little <laughs> spiel there to the end, but you know when I talk about nobody ever asked me. Usually, people don't ask me why I do what I do or why I started this or whatever. They make assumptions, they have opinions, but they never ask. You know, and when I have an opportunity to speak about it. I think the passion and the sincerity comes out. I, I would like to believe because I mean it, you know, and a lot of people who don't like me from my political shit, it's not really politics. It's because I didn't play ball with them. It's because I didn't play ball, play ball with the Tea Party. I didn't play ball with the RNC. I didn't play ball. So when people are like, oh, you're just a uh, right wing apologist. I told their I protested McCain. I protested Ridge. I protested. I made enemies with them years before it was cool. And I'm not sitting there like a badge of honor. It's just I bucked the system then, and I did it for the right reasons, and we continue to do so now. And the, and the reason why we're relevant is because we struck a nerve then, and it still matters today, and that's what's important to me. And that's mm-hmm. why I I know that this is going to be successful. So, all right. I, I'm sorry. I don't want to cut anybody off, but thank mm-hmm. you, everybody, for well, running the show and taking part and being being involved in this. I appreciate it more than you know. Um, I wish you had time to say proper goodbyes, but I I I, I did my I spoke too much. So um, everybody, thank you again, and make sure to check us out on Facebook at the Voice of People USA Radio fan page. Uh, again, vopusaradio.com, vopusa radio on Twitter. Um, Obviously, here on Blog Talk, blogtalkradio.com slash VOPUSA. On Podbean, I'm still never going to remember it, Carrie. you got to change that, that, that link. USA Radio at Podbean.com. Nope. Voice of the People, US Radio, dot Podbean.com. Oh, man. You're close. Outstanding. <laughs> um, I ask everybody to check out the fan page. I will be announcing the time that I'm going to do my little podcast this weekend. Tomorrow, I will put that out there for the world. That'll be on Podbean. And until next week, until the next next shows, well, until Saturday when I do my podcast, until next Wednesday when we do our show, and next Thursday when we're back with this show, thank you all. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you all for taking part. And I appreciate you giving us your time. And that's all I've got to say. And I think I wrapped it right on time, I think. Is a British lady counting down? She is. You're down to 16 seconds. 16 seconds. Very good. Thank you, everybody. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Have a great night. (laughs) Take care, everybody. Shout out to you.
Thank you for joining us. Check out our website, VOPUSARadio.com. Like our fan page, Voice of the People USA Radio on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at VOPUSA Radio. Find us on Spotify, Anchor, Apple iTunes, Podbean, Google, Breaker, iHeartRadio, our YouTube channel, and everywhere else you find podcasts. Please follow us and subscribe to stay up to date on all of our upcoming episodes, podcasts, and specials. Until next time, always remember, your voice is your first line of defense against tyranny.